Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Muse Podcast, Episode 6. We're going to stick with the controversial theme for one more week, welcoming Honky Gabacho. This is uh, quite a podcast. It's long. Uh, we've been experimenting with how we want the podcast to feel, and we decided to just sort of hang back and let things go the way they're going to go. So there's a lot of cover. Uh, excuse me. There's a lot of topics covered in this particular podcast. Um, definitely, uh, Mr. Gabacho has a different way of looking at writing, but uh, regardless of the process, you know the results are pretty amazing. If you're into this sort of power pop kind of thing, some interesting chords. Um, but I hear elements of things like Jethro Tull. I hear all these different folk elements coming in. You know, this man obviously loves his early pop and his early rock as well. Um, it's great. If you want to hear more uh, by Honky Gabacho, you can go to Honky Gabacho at bandcamp.com. You can take a look at some of his records. Beefcake Diane, We're Alive, uh, No Rotation, The Birth of Hermit Rock. You'll hear a reference to that in one of the three songs. He plays three songs for us this time. And uh, anyway, uh, Briggs and I had a great time. Hopefully you will too. You can always get in touch with us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, The Muse Podcast, or you can go to themusepodcast.com and uh, click on the Contact Us button and get in touch with us there. Thank you very much to everybody who's been subscribing. Uh, we're starting to get up some some speed here, getting ahead of steam. So we have some big plans uh, coming up. So hang with us, ladies and gentlemen, Honky Gabacho. Petra Frankenstein Tightening the belt around my wrist and my mind It's an ordeal for me for her It's 9 to 5 Call the morgue 9111 when she is alive, alive Good night, Cleopatra Good night Take a couple aspirin and turn out the light all the shit you pulled on me to fool up oh so many men Tonight you'll keep on tethers Watch this chilly breath from behind Here goes Cleopatra Frankenstein is the one the madcap doctor strung together stitch by stitch Yet I'm the one who comes undone beneath her leather Cleopatra Frankenstein All at once pedestrian and oh so divine Her purple nails and hair and lips seem so contrived But I can't help crying out She's alive, alive, waka In the conclusion I can arrive that she's alive, alive Good night Cleopatra, good night Escape ever break of a light. Stuff your underwear inside your purse and leave before I wake. You can fix your hair and make up in the taxi. Like a lick of lightning through blinds. There goes Cleopatra, Frankenstein. My crawling flesh beneath her breath betrays I'm hers to take. Every August night's October in her backseat 
She's the one the madcap thought you strung together stitch by stitch. Yet I'm the one who comes undone against her body. When the parts of everything comprising you were quickening, did you know? Could you feel from your neck bones to your sky high heels, Cleopatra? Morning after, could you feel that you had blown my mind every second? And I'm after Cleopatra. Your mind, your mind every second. And I'm after Cleopatra. I'm Frankenstein from the raptors. Come on, laughter. She is alive, alive. Awesome, man. It's great. Thank you. Man, that's fantastic. Wow. Wait, uh, how did you learn how to do that? Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, I took a couple of guitar lessons. I went maybe like a year, year and a half or something. Yeah. You've been doing this for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've uh, been writing songs since I was 11. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What got you into the into that? Well, we'll talk about this song in a second. What got mm-hmm. you into the? Uh, what, what got you into that at 11? Oh, um... Well, That's give a us like question. give us a little background. Like, where did you? Where is this? Did you grow up around here? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was uh, born in York, York, um, Maine. Yeah, York, Maine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, York, Maine. Uh, a couple of years in Kittery. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just I'm from right around here. Um. I guess I don't know. I guess there wasn't always a lot to do. Um. So. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. So maybe maybe that was why. Right on. Uh, yeah, so moving some mics around here for a second. Music's a common outlet when there's not el- not yeah. much else to do, I guess. Right? No, yeah, especially pre driver's license or whatever. You oh know. yeah, yeah. It was a, it was yeah, a it's funny. Late. I was I was, ta- late, I was talking with a friend the other day about that, where it's mm-hmm. like, um, like now I find that I'm not bored as much, right? Because you got you know cell phone. There's always some social media going on or whatever. If that's mm-hmm. what I'm the mood for, mm-hmm. then you got. So many things to listen to. You don't have to wait for a new album to come sure. out, or you can. You just, don't even have to buy an album. Yeah, and, and there's. <laughs> don't I know? It's <laughs> you, true. Nobody does, right? <laughs> you, no, I was kidding. I, you, I always saw a few. You, you go ahead and move the mic over so it's like right on you there. Oh, so okay. You feel okay. Comfortable there, yeah, yeah. Make yourself there comfortable. We go. Yeah, and uh, yeah. In the corner, yeah, that's great. And uh, no, and 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 then like you know tv or movies or whatever you can just get anything you want whenever you want Mm -hmm. so it's funny because i have to kind of schedule downtime like where i'm not going to do anything and just Mm. sort of hang you Mm. know and just sort of like oh you know the understimulation time yeah Yeah. i mean because that used to be how however at least for me that was was that like that for you do you feel like when you were you know why how did you get into the music thing in the first place i mean that's pretty much that's my that's my mo downtime is is my my mo like that's that's my regular running level right um it's it's tough to say where it actually came from um i really liked i always liked music and um i guess i when i saw michael jackson yeah um so i i liked michael jackson i mean everybody liked michael jackson but i mean you didn't like look at him and go yeah, that's a guy that I want to do what that guy's doing. Right. Like, no, he, the guy's an alien. Like, of course, <laughs> right, he's yeah. doing this amazing. You're never going to do that. Sure. Um, but I saw him doing that stuff as a kid, and I was like, well, what really? What what stops you from making music as a kid? You know, right, right. Um, so, so I started writing my own songs. Um, and you were just singing them at that point, or did you have? Oh yeah, have- yeah, I was just singing them. So I just make I just make up little tunes, and I right. write I write words to it, and I'd have to remember the tune, otherwise <laughs> that song is gone. Right. 
Um, so you remember it, that's how you know it's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How now I just record everything. Yeah, I, might as I, well, right? Yeah, because I don't because I don't remember shit, right? <laughs> um, and uh, well, I remember I remember a bunch of stuff, but uh, um, yeah, there will be things that I I've recorded like little just things with a guitar for like thirty seconds or a minute and a half, sure. just humming along, da 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 da, playing the guitar, and I I'll you know I'll uh, they'll be on a hard drive somewhere, they'll be on you know one of my handheld recorders. And, uh, you know, I'll forget about them for like a year and I'll, I'll come back to them one day. I'll just be sifting through. I'm like, oh shit, I don't even remember this right? thing, you know? That's the best though. Yeah. And it's like, and then I can just, sometimes I can just pick up right where I left off right. and just make, make a song, um, which is nice. Right. So, so, well, so let's go to this one. Where did, where did this come from? What well, first off, what's that called? That one's called Cleopatra Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that I stole that from, um, uh, a friend of mine on Facebook, that's her little pseudonym. Right. Um, and I guess her sister gave her that. So her sister coined it and I plagiarized that phrase. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's good ideas are good ideas. Absolutely. Where you can get they them. probably weren't going to use it as a song title. No, she, well, yeah, and she, lo- <laughs> she loves the tune. She loves right the on. tune. Well, that's so. good then. So yeah, you get, so uh, that worked out nicely because otherwise you're getting a sticky. I could sue you. Sticky, yeah, sticky lawsuit situations. <laughs> have to sue me for my debt. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> that's the, the 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 uneasy musician, <laughs> as we all know this. Yeah, <laughs> after after the whole blurred lines thing, yeah, we were. Didn't, even, didn't have to take the actual song. You just had to take a groove that kind of sounded like the song. Right? Did you hear the uh, the the Ed Sheeran one just went down, and it's happening right because. It's it sounds uh, it kind of sounds like you know a Marvin Gaye song, but mm. I mean it does oh. kind of. But a million songs sound like a Marvin Gaye sure. song. That's yeah. the problem with it. It's not it's not that it's too close. It's that it's everybody. It's just funny because well, so in America, you know, so people are listening in America, um, you can copyright the melody and you can copyright the lyrics, mm. but you can't copyright anything else about a song. So the arrangement, um, you'd have to art like the, the is not copywritten by anybody. That's just the beat that goes along with a million songs, right? Sure. Um, but outside of America, it's not necessarily as strict, and that's definitely got to have something to do with it. The idea that it just sounds like a Marvin Gaye song, sort of, you know, people have been doing that forever. It's it's not arbitrarily sounds like it. It sounds it sounds like it's somewhat deliberately. But it's like, well, us musicians know that also sounds like yeah. fucking every other song. <laughs> is, that, is, that, right. is that a two five or what? Is yeah, it? I mean, what is yeah, that? One what three it, four yeah, five. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, and okay. it's just that's the way it works, right? Yeah, yep. and it's only so many chords, right? Yeah, and yeah. so it's just weird to hear that come down. But yeah, uh, that's a tangent on your side. I don't actually think your song sounds like it's plagiarized at all. I thought it sounded like, like a Marvin no, no, Gaye song. It's, the song itself is not yeah, taken the, from uh, that just, just the title. That, that was yeah. just me. Yeah, that's just the title. Yeah, which you can't copyright either. So that's another yeah, thing you can't weird, copyright. right? Yeah. I know yeah. it's just the melody yeah. and the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Yep. How so? Is, has that been kicking around for a while? How did how did you come no, up with this? Uh, I came up with that one um, February uh, doing the RPM challenge. Right on. Um, so. Yeah, so um, I, uh, I I pretty much wrote 
and recorded, you know, I mean, it was a full album, so an album's worth of stuff um, that I'm still, I'm going back and I'm working on the recordings now to kind of get them, get them a little bit, a little bit better. So would you consider the RPM kind of like demos or you were just getting your ideas down and just doing the project? Yeah, demos or uh, the foundation right for on. what the finished product is cool. going to be. That's pretty much what I I do the same thing that I guess Chris does it too. Okay, so you use it um, more for writing and yeah. getting your ideas out and fleshed well, out. Well, yeah, and um, and demos, but the demos eventually become the songs. Totally. Like, no, I understand so that. So that's the yeah, thing. It's like, sure. it's, like I do demo, but not that free. Like usually I, I try to get a good... Um, performance on a demo right and then like then i can then just, you build, just build, on build it. it sure i mean especially when you're if you're you're we were talking before the podcast started how you do mo- all of this yourself right yeah. you play all the instruments yep. do it do it all yourself mm-hmm. so i mean it's easy to kind of make your demo into the real thing because it's all the same file and you just call it 01a and 01b or whatever and you or you don't yeah yeah yeah, I try to I try to label them as clearly as possible. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Forget right. Um, so, what comes first in the demo? What in the case of this song, for example? Um. Oh, so this song, uh, "Good Night Cleopatra," "Good Night," "Good Night Cleopatra," Frankenstein. So that that came first. Um. So I heard that in my head, and then I built. I figured out what the chords were going to be, and I built the rest of the song around it. So I came up with the the intro guitar thing afterwards um uh but yeah yeah it that's that's what came first i, I usually get like an inkling of something right so you that's that... usually how it works for you oftentimes yeah sometimes i'm just playing some chords on the guitar and i find some things that i kind of stumble into something you know like a, the way a lot of people will on a piano or sure something. um i do that on occasion um with the the verses uh, i came up with the verse melodies the first half of the verse melodies were, was it you know from my head again. I, right. I heard that happening, um, and then I didn't quite. I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't really know exactly. Like I couldn't sit down and say, "Okay, this is you know with manuscript paper and r- this is what my vocal melody is going to be." So I came up with those chord changes, mm. um, and then sang stuff that until I I felt something. Gotcha. You know, I, I, just kept singing phrases until kind of iteratively kinda, until it worked yeah are you running rolling okay so but, but in the demo what comes first you say i'm gonna put the click on i'm gonna oh. sing like how does oh, no two separate questions yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah um so with the demo of that particular song ordinarily i would try to get the click um because that just it's easier to get everything locked in it's easier to turn your demo into the real thing if it's on a if, click too. yeah if it's on a click especially because it's just it's easier to layer stuff like uh, invariably especially if you're uh, doing sequencing be, or well that yeah well I don't, I don't really do too much of that right on um but uh invariably i play some things a little bit faster here and a little bit slower there right if you ha- at least have the click like everything's kind of elliptically moving around that same Oh, I center. see what you're saying. Um, so that it kind of like keeps it together. Um, for this particular one, I had to. You, I couldn't quite. The click wasn't working. It just wasn't. No matter. Sometimes I'm, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Si- I'm silently celebrating. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate the Duncan click. Hates Sometimes, the, yeah, the click just doesn't work. On that <laughs> one, it didn't work because um, I had a different feel for that intro right. guitar part, and then the little um, kind of push pull syncopation thing going on. Um, you know, in that deeper in the verse and in the chorus. Um, so it, it just, 
it, the click wasn't working at all. So I just had to toss it and record a single guitar part. And once I got it all the way through, um, I had to double the guitar part and <laughs> that was, that was challenging. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then sing somewhat in time with it. And that was challenging too, but like, that's the that problem, point, right? At yeah. that point you have to like, you almost have to ride that thing out and hammer all the parts that you need to have the skeleton like right away. Right. While you're still feeling everything before you have a chance to stop and think about stuff and experiment. Cause then you get lost and yeah, you just gotta be the, I mean, if you're going to record without a click, I don't know. I mean, that's that's what I have to do anyway. Especially by yourself. I mean, with a band, it's different because everyone's playing the song together. Oh, yeah. Well, with a band, I mean, it's because everybody's playing all the other parts. Right. Yeah, exactly. All get on the same Tough page. Tough to remember. Like, oh, the second verse, I sped up a little bit. I got to remember this one measure where I did the thing. And then yeah. you got to do it eight times for yeah. the, all the guitar parts and bass and keyboards yep. or whatever you put on there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I can keep you honest too. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> rising to that challenge. Is, sure, it's that, definitely I mean, difficult. That's part of the it's that's part of the appeal of it for me, because um, otherwise it's just you know. We'll, we'll talk about that. Talk about that for a second. So, you, part of the appeal is is getting things to 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 fit in that process. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and um, because you learn more, you learn more about your tendencies as a performer. Um, you learn more. Uh, about the the place that each one of those elements has in the mix. Right. Uh, I learn something new about a kick drum every time I try to record a kick drum. Uh, I learn something new about a bass every time I overplay <laughs> a bass line. You know, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a chronic overplayer. I'm a total lead guitarist turned bassist. Yeah. Um, I can relate. I mean, most of the material that I end up working on is, it's going to be, whether it's generated, you know, whether I'm generating the actual material from the beginning or not, mm-hmm. I'm going to end up playing most of the parts. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny because you can get a little schizophrenic about it. Yeah. Um, you know, like, no, no, I really think this bass part is really good. But then you're like, well, you know, you should shut the fuck up because it's really not very good. You're just showing off on this bass part. But this bass part's the whole point. You know, you realize I'm kind of talking to myself at this point. So that's kind of oh, yeah. weird, right? You know? <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's very healthy. You got to have that dialogue. You've got to have that dialogue because if you don't have it on the surface of your consciousness, you're going to have it in your subconscious. And sure. You're going to you're going to have all kinds of problems in the recording that you can't identify. Right. I think in a band, I think there's there's not just the personal relationships between the people in the band, but there's an expectation um, because it's difficult to a certain extent to play in a band. If you're trying to do it, you know, it's sort of easier if you just kind of do it. If everybody's right. having a great take you're just having a great take yeah you're not it's 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 funny one of my friends uh uh made that point it's like when you're over uh, if you play golf or whatever you play i i I play pirate golf i don't really play golf but um you can't like get over the golf ball and be like come on now you just have to relax more just relax and get it yeah you just hit it right yeah but then when you do that then it fucks up right so it's like yeah but you got to get good at hitting right 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 and so it's sort of like that with a band i mean uh, we've all been in bands before it's like you can't be like, come on, man, quit fucking up that part because yeah. you're basically branding that part as going to be about fucked up in, by the time we play it. So you kind of, you just have a good take. I think in order, I mean, it's harder for sometimes for, 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 I would imagine it would be harder to, to replicate that kind of energy if you're doing all the parts yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's different. Um, 
but you're it's a you you have a different energy it's as opposed to sharing uh one aspect or one facet of the performance with a bunch of other people per- simultaneously right you're um i don't i don't want to say it um it's a more kind of a more expeditional process so you you have to have that dialogue with the other parts that are already recorded um and so some of it you're going to you're you're trying to get to the same point um as an end result but i don't think um yeah, the process is very different uh i think the process is is really different it's more of a for me anyway it's more of an exploratory process do you have an example like in your mind uh i don't know maybe now or maybe when you were younger where you're like oh that dude or you know this uh you know like Kate Bush or or you know for me it was people like Todd Rundgren um you know who could who could just do it all themselves yeah. you know and then there are examples of that all the way through history of of pop music all the way up until sure. now of people who basically kind of get in there and do it themselves and there's yeah. an example with hip hop and all that um did you have examples like that in your mind? Did you have a model of those kinds of things? Or did you just start doing it yourself? Um, I mean, that stuff occurs to me. A Prince is a good example, right? Yeah, Where, Prince. I mean, back and forth. Sometimes they'll do it all himself. Sometimes they'll play with his band. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you think of artists like that, like Prince or Todd Rundgren, um, Stevie Wonder. Um, right, right. And, and it's funny because you almost kind of are able to forgive yourself a little bit more because if you listen long enough and if you listen close enough to those i'm thinking of a couple of todd rundgren tunes and even some stevie wonder uh it's almost sacrilege to say this because stevie's great oh i'm i'm right behind you on go ahead but some of his some of the parts some of the parts suck well, well <laughs> some, of the awesome. parts, some of the parts don't they don't yeah. fit Him, quite right I, but it's that's very but idiosyncratic it's perfect, right yeah. oh but, yeah i wouldn't change anything about it but you're like yeah i mean that sounds that kind of sounds like one guy doing all that yeah stuff. like right. when he's playing uh the drums right a lot yeah. of times you hear you can tell when stevie's playing the drums because it's first off it's fucking beautiful yeah but it's not you know it doesn't sound like yeah you know who you might think would be playing drums on that track right, right. you know you don't have that that sort of like i don't know super experienced feel is that what it is you know what it is it's just got all of these rough edges all around it right. it's got yeah. all these crystal spikes sticking out of it when he plays yeah definitely um, i th- i think that's that's a good uh good metaphor for all of his or you know good yeah good analog for all of his uh parts really his his production yeah you know up until like i don't know maybe up until songs of the key of life because then i mean at that point he's got a full band and i mean they're just killing it yeah and i don't i don't know my stevie that well but like i'm thinking of like just enough just enough for the city like all that stuff right yeah and again i don't know who's playing drums on all that but you can hear like there's pieces coming in and out and and it's and of course he has that that beautiful um yeah of course yeah, yeah. The, the beautiful chorus, <laughs> da, 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 right? Yeah. But the idea of like, um, so good. 
uh, of the freedom that goes along with that. It, like you, you can hear him going, all right, here's where I'm going to start talking. And then here's where we're going to make this skit where I'm like trying to get a cab, right? right. And the cab's not <laughs> fucking coming, right? And then, and this is part where I'm getting get pulled over, right? Yeah. So it's going to be political, but at the same time, the song's kind of pretty, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, that kind of freedom was always, I don't know, for me, it's kind Some of Some of that's like 70s yeah. excess too, right? Like people were doing stuff like uh, that too. I'm not slamming uh, Stevie yeah. for sure. Excess. But no. no. I mean, whatever. Not, I'm, you know, whatever. No, that's well, what they, they call I mean, it. I'm not using it as no, pejorative. It was, yeah, of course. There was a little bit of like, that. I mean, that was the zeitgeist. Sure, uh, sure. And, Self-indulgent and, some, and, and some like, you know, it over the top. Quite far. But and a lot of it's awesome. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's so funny because you're, you're, you guys are you know, right in my red zone here. It's <laughs> like... This is the problem with a lot of the times you listen to relatively successful musicians and they're just so cool, you know, like they're just, they're just cool. They, they got it cool. down. You know, I'm going to sing. You know, you get the, 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 the super intimate kind of, I'm going to sing my the microphone. Right. But, and you're just like, that's great. Could you be more, just like, go ahead and be creative, you know? Right. Or you're, well, okay. yeah, good luck with that. Right. <laughs> No, but that's yeah, the problem. Like, I mean, it's it's because when you when you set up a tent of, I'm going to go to Newport and I'm going to be cooler than everybody else. Yeah, that's the silence of me being cool. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, now you kind of built a fence around yourself. You know? uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's, a cool fence. That's yeah. That's, Who's the guy? That's the uh, problem I, with that. I, right? I shouldn't do yeah. this. I shouldn't do this. Uh, no, because I, I, I shouldn't go down roads. I don't have all the answers. Uh, who's the guy? It was a drummer in Fleet Foxes. And he, oh, he, yeah. Is that um, Father John Misty? Yes, yeah, Father John guy. Misty. Okay. So this guy's he's great. Mm-hmm. is creative. Mm-hmm. is doing like the whole... He's like the Stephen Colbert of hipster music, right? Like you, he's yeah, he, as he ironic he's doing. As, yeah. as he's not. And in that irony, he can be super creative because his coolness isn't, I'm just going to be really cool. No. He's like making fun of that and yeah but, but he's so, still doing it <laughs> but it's so stereotypical yeah i mean he's selling like little you know crystals that are on a card and they say father john misty i fucking love that shit i think it's great but you know you wonder how many of the fans are are kind of like oh no this is so cool and you're like hmm you know it it's like believing colbert you know right the old yeah. colbert you know but yeah but i mean how how long can you go with the whole irony thing like how how far can you really right. go with i mean that's sort of because colbert thing, was doing yeah. it with a purpose right I mean, if you're comparing across like at at some point even if you're doing stuff that's kind of ridiculous if you're doing it with a a wink and a nudge right, right. you know it's like you're still kind of too cool for the room like right and, yeah i see what you're saying I, yeah but i don't know yeah, it's I, different I'm medium too that. though you know what i'm I mean? mistrustful yeah. of it i don't know well yeah but it's it's at my medium you know as music right I, I, right it's just it, it breaks my heart that you that you can't say this breaks my heart in a song because you're just yeah. not cool enough anymore. And you can't write a nine minute long song because it's like I'm trying to give you a gift of nine minutes of shit. And everyone's like, yeah, if you get to it in three minutes, what the fuck? You know, you're like, seriously, man, just like it's music. It's way bigger than any of us, including me yeah. or you or anybody. You don't get to decide if you don't sure. listen to it don't listen to people it. don't even good. listen to a three-minute song though. i know yeah, that's a tough thing yeah. that's a tough thing to get people's attention and to hang on to it um yeah that's... uh hanging on to it is probably the harder part right i mean yeah. anyone can make a big noise but to keep it going is hard well even making a big noise you got to make the right big noise at the right time true otherwise it doesn't cut through right because there's so much noise absolutely like, even making the big noise is tough I, don't I, don't I agree, but I, I mean, because I mean, that seems sort of logical. But at the same time, I think that the sword 
this is my opinion, but the sort is what we're talking about here. It's like, rather than go, okay, I wrote this song, you know, uh, like Cleopatra Frankenstein is the name of the song, right? Mm-hmm. So rather than just be like, hey, here's another song, we're going to put it in between, you know, Kanye and whatever, you know, the guy from The Voice is doing now, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and hey, do you like it? And, you know, fuck all that shit, right? What I'm interested in is what we're talking about. It, it's why did you write the song? How does it, what is it, how does that resonate with you, right? And that, I think, is what keeps the attention. This song is something. And it doesn't mean it has to be deep. I mean, it's that it just grooves in this certain way and that that comes from this and that. And that kind of connection, I think, is, at least in 2016, a little more of a discussion rather than a, you know, I need, I'm getting up, I need to get a smoothie. I don't fucking care what smoothie it is. I just need a smoothie of music. You know, there's so yeah, much of yeah. that music, which is almost like medicinal music. I need something to get me up. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm going to put on my workout stuff. I'm going to put on my workout yeah. set on Spotify and I'm going to work out to powder. it. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it's very functional kind of listening. You know, I'm going to go to the club and yeah. it's going to go. It doesn't matter what that is as long as it goes like that, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they have a different prerogative or they have a different, um, yeah, they they're looking for something else in in their right. music. Um it, personally, I mean my job is to as far as I'm concerned to make the best stuff that I know how to make and right. to get it out there um as frequently as possible mm-hmm. um so that it gets into the hands of somebody who knows what to do with it. Right. I mean, that that's yeah, it it's tough cuz people do use um music in a kind of a utilitarian way. <laughs> there's sort of like a functional music thing, but it, that's because there's so much of it too. Like I mean, I mean that's kind of a human thing. Yeah, too. people like humans have been using music to accomplish tasks for a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah, the concept I, of like the battle trance and drumming and whatnot, you know. Yeah. People use music to kind of get to that space. Yeah. Right, and there's a ceremony to it, right? So you have you know fun- funeral music and, yeah, sure. and you know um, celebration music, uh, victory music, that kind of thing. But Sometimes people just need to slam bangers at the th- gym too. That's, though that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> right. So it is. It, it fits, right? But I think, yeah, maybe I'm trying to suggest that that the musician isn't just making the food, but they're also building an entire restaurant around it. I guess, but it feels like. It feels like if you stop and listen to what someone is trying to say, mm. that that act right there can lend a whole new set of insight into the material, and maybe it does change the functionality of the material. Sure. There's got to be a reason for them to want to do that, though. Like, there's there's got to be something that hooks them so that they do pay attention. Yeah, I think to be, I hate to say it, but I think it's that's where personal relationships come in. I think yeah. that's why people go out and play in front of human people mm-hmm. and they tell their friends and, you know, that kind of thing. Or you hear a recording that's just really angular and sticks out and then people are, you know, like the, like when the whole dubstep thing came out, you know, it's easy to make fun of dubstep because it's easy to uh, to stereotype that type of sound. Mm-hmm. But the idea that what used to be turned to halftime is kind of cool. Yeah. And then it goes. Right. And that thing. Well, but the thing is that you, you add that in and then. You set it up so that there's a drop and a pull out and as you, you know, 
all of a sudden it's like um it's like going to a kiss show you know you you know that at the end of the song you're going to get the clap, clap, fireworks 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 Woo! <laughs> bow everyone's gonna go ah. blood spit yeah right yeah and so you know you you have that that pavlovian reaction to the type of material and all that so like i said well it's, it's easy to make fun of either of those two things those things are obviously a source of pleasure for a tremendous number of people sure but i think when you put somebody like you this is a this is a dare this isn't fucking easy to to come in and do this. In other words, I think it, it, you you have to jump through. You are way past the number of hurdles the second that you sit, you know, down on the couch in this barn, pull up the mics and sing a song. One, you're singing and playing by yourself, all on your own. There's no band. There's no second takes. There's no recordings. There's no background tracks. Right? You're doing it generating the entire thing from the heart you wrote the thing yourself right Mm -hmm. i'm not willing to go just because someone's not paying five grand for this every morning that it's it's that it's worth nothing i think it's it's as royal i'm not suggesting you're saying that but i think it is as royal full of value as anything else that humans do to say i just made some this thing and i'm gonna do you want to hear it and I know that, you know, when I talk to Briggs about it, from me, yeah, I fucking want to hear it. Yeah. That was a fucking beautiful song. Yeah. I have a ton of things Thank you. that it just it just sets off, you know, for yeah, me. Yeah, when yeah. I hear it, it's exciting and cool. I love the way you're way up here when you're singing. It 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 recalls it's tough to talk about music without talking about it in terms of other people's other music. People's music, yeah. So it's a little rough. We kinda end up and doing it anyway, but sure. I am like the biggest XDC fan in the world. Get, yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, I'm like, wow. I'm like, but but XDC is pulling from the Beatles and pulling yep. from the Beach Boys and all these things from before that. And then, you know. Still rock and roll gotta, to yeah, gotta me. Yeah. Gotta learn it. Yeah, gotta learn it somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think they pulled from that song. No. No. No, that's too bad. I was just saying. <laughs> no, Billy Joe. I was saying, no, I was just saying that, you know, it's all rock and roll to me. No, I know. I know. I'm just selling you down the river. Even if it's all junk. Right. But I mean, look at look at the Beatles pulling from down like, the river of dreams. Uh, Bert, Bertolt Brecht and you know sure. all this earlier stuff, right? And and even Gilbert and Sullivan mm-hmm. and not Gilbert, Gilbert O. Sullivan. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I misheard you. No, and no, and so and, and then who did they? And and you go through that. So you know you you kind of jump into this stream of consciousness. But it didn't sound like any of those bands at all. It just sounds like you singing. You know. So what about? Well, I still got to. I still got to practice it a little bit. No, I think but that's I can get a little. I, get, I probably just need to get a little bit tighter. But this is part of the fun. You can always get a little of tighter. What we're yeah, doing, we right? I mean, that's yeah. why it's fun. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're giving the listener a, a, a sort of a, a. You're looking at as much of a sketch as you are a final project pro, bleh, product. It's both. Yeah. It's it's beautiful by itself, but it's got those rough edges. And mm. I I don't know for me, so. Uh, I have a I have a good friend who's a fantastic artist and mm-hmm. uh, he 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 draws concept for video games and a bunch of these painter. He's a little he's a political painter as well. Really great guy and I love his work. I love his finished work a lot. And he hates it, but I yeah. I just love his sketchbooks, right? He's yep, like, dude, yep. you know, like that's a sketch. Like I'll right, show it right. to you when you're done and you're like, no, 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 no. Let me see it now, you know. Yeah, I swear I, I would too. buy I like half of the things right. And so I think that's part of the fun, and that's why it's it's a dare to come in here and do it. And 
I mean, that was fucking beautiful. Oh, thank you. Do you mind talking about the lyrics or something? I mean, how did this come oh, yeah. together? You you said uh, you had this idea, then you did the lyrics. Do you do you usually put lyrics together later on? Um, I often do. I often put the lyrics uh, afterwards. Uh, I've done a few things lyrics first. Uh, music is just so much easier to write. So I just I generally just write all the music first. Right on. Because um, that just that just comes right up in my head. Um, I mean, sometimes I I even come up with it just melody first, and then I'll I'll figure out the guitar part later. Right. Uh, I'll figure out the rhythm part later. Um, I um, yeah, and then you know as as soon as I kind of iron out the structure of it. Um, I will, um, I'll, I'll, you know, just find words that kind of fit and aren't awkward. Um, yeah, you gotta be able to say it. Yeah. Right? That's the thing is it's tough. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be able to say it. Um, a lot of people, when they write lyrics, there are all kinds of mis accents everywhere. And right. I've, since I've been paying more attention to that, um, I, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, um, just so people oh, God, can follow God. along. Um, so like mis accent. A miss accent would be uh, when the melody is doing one thing and the emphasis of the words is doing oh, another oh. thing, so it's fighting. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Like okay. procedural, you mean it would be like procedural. Pr- procedural, yeah. And I mean, right. like, actually, that didn't really sound too bad, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to. Awesome. Oh, God. There's so many of That's them. Like, it's like, you know, so it's like listening to someone read a poem the wrong way or something, the cadence is off, and it's. Uh, it's, it doesn't sound quite right. Yeah, uh, sorry. I feel so silly uh, just going blank on. Right. Oh, you're trying to think of examples. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of examples because sure. I hear There's it. like an extra oh, syllable that carries over. over People yeah. force the words to yeah. fit the melody. You know, like whatever. everything yeah. Kanye's ever done. But yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah oh, I, am I that mean? Yeah, I, 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 I kind of... I sort of missed the Kanye boat too. I sort of missed the Kanye boat. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the early Kanye thing. I, w- I, I hear was it was on, really was big, on. the yeah. biggest boat. It yeah. might have been the biggest boat that ever. <laughs> I, I dug it for a while. I've kind of lost it. I mean, I, I, I see it's super creative, but it feels like creativity for the sake of being creative at this point. I'm kind of missing the 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 heart and soul of it, you know. Yeah. Except for the the piece about his mom, which is, you know, if if you can't write a piece about. You know something like that, then really you got to can't call yourself a musician. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and come on, big emotional moments are what we do, right? Yeah. Not yeah. that. Not that I would. Uh, for me, I, I personally, I'm not that confessional. I don't know that I, I would write something and put it out. But you certainly tricky. be able to write it. You know. That's, yeah. That's not sure. That, you know. Yeah, it's but, tricky. Well, that and and just being confessional is one thing. Being raw and, and real is one thing. Right. But also being raw and real in a piece that's actually good. Right. That's, right. that's something else. And that's that's where craft comes in. And, and a lot of people seem to, at least I shouldn't say a lot of people, um, because people who are are doing the craft, um, like we we don't have any um, we don't have any any problems with it. Um, but I think there's there are some misunderstandings, especially with. um I don't know how to really put this. Um, where people they they confuse like craft with artifice, right? Um, artifice gives me the impression that you're faking me into thinking something. Yeah, craft gives me the impression that you have figured out a way to organize and present this so that I do feel it. Is that what you mean? Yes, exactly. Um, and some people will eschew 
the craft just for the sake of being well craft is hard man yeah but that's (laughs) (laughs) tell you i hate to tell you but i mean like the melody's going it the melody's going in one direction and your syllables are going in another direction right um I see, and you're yeah, not using that to create an yeah. effect. You're, you're just, just not, it's just not. Yeah, the, not the, the melody, over. like the the words, yeah. should fit whatever cadence the melody is going. Um, I mean, and and you hear that with a lot of the honestly, a lot of the great standards. Like, I'm, I'm not a huge, you know, Frank Sinatra, or Tony Bennett fan, right. um, but a lot of those old like Sammy Kahn tunes, um, Sondheim is great with it too. Right, right. Um, mm. Just not having those miss accents um so a lot of it too uh like i'll start writing down lyrics uh to fit the melody and after a while like i'll i'll stick with some that don't quite work if if i've got it because i don't try to stop myself too much uh but then you go back and you're always refining stuff you're like how could i put that differently or you'll notice some grammatical ambiguity that you need to clear up um a lot of what I do, so I mean, getting back to what what I write and talking about lyrics and such, um, a lot of what I do is actually is, is really kind of boring. Um, it, it's 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 accountant type work. It's it's like the creative version of accountant type work. I mean, I pretty much it's one percent inspiration and ninety nine percent revision. Perspiration, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard. A lot of a lot of you know younger musicians, or a lot of that that passion that comes along with being a musician when you're younger is that discovery moment. You're like, ah, oh, I, this is such a cool riff, right. and oh yeah, the and Eureka, oh, got this thing, Eureka yeah, the Eureka is a great right? thing. But I think, you know, I think a, a more mature musician is going to say those are still just as fucking exciting, mm. but there's still some work to do after that you know yeah, especially if you're going to do it by yourself especially if you're going to if you're going to produce all the parts yourself the eureka can lift you up when you figure it out um but until you communicate the eureka to somebody else right. that's not going to lift them up and in fact a lot of times what i've found is that my eureka unless i'm sharing that initial moment with somebody else who no either knows me very well or know like because they know that kind of the direction I'm going in, or they are also artists. Um, you know, just sharing like a raw moment like that isn't going to have as profound an effect on them because you have to cre- you have to bridge the gap between what your vision is and what your execution is. To I think I get what you're saying. Like, I'm trying to think of a, a, an example that we'll all know. Does everyone know uh, Radiohead? Fake plastic trees, right? Uh, uh-huh. Never heard of them. You're looking at me funny. Of course, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> but so this is like, you know, an example I think of of where where you know Tom York singing it as if it's him obviously singing it. He's putting himself in the first person there, but he's singing about a this sort of fugue moment, I, for lack of a better word. Maybe you could help me describe it a little better, but. It feels like there's a detachment between what he's looking at and what he's singing about. So he's singing it passionately, but he I don't get the impression that he's like about to cry in like real life. Okay. Right. He somehow positioned himself at this weird abstraction layer where it's there and when you listen to it, you feel like you're there. You feel like, or you can, or at least for me, I'm going to identify 
with that feeling. I get that feeling of like, like, where's the reality here? Where's that right. natural connection? Everything is just not. It's just all closed off. Is that just good storytelling, though? Well, the thing is, well, that's, I mean, that, that sounds space. like the that he, sounds like he, the narrative, like like a narrator. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. So that's oh, okay. So a, a good, right, right. Like a good narrator will engage you, and yeah, they will do something emotionally because you're putting on a performance. Like you're going there's there's something there. You're not really you paying attention to them, though. Yeah, right. but that's the thing is that yeah. they're conveying a message. Right, no, exactly. As okay, opposed so, to them being the message right. with their body and soul. Oh, I see what you mean. Right, you so, so, I mean? so the connection there would be uh, you're, you're suggesting that, that Tom York is like the narrator voice in that. That's kind of, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, he's kind of, it's kind of halfway diegetic, though. Like, he has a little... He's still kind of in the in the... He's a narrator, but he's also the person that you're... That's he's in the story as well, so it's kind of sitting half in between. That's anyway. What I was trying to get at is that that feels to me like craft. This doesn't mm. feel like artifice. That yeah, feels yeah. like yeah. And again, whether it's deliberate, whether he's like, oh, I'm going to be crafty and do it this way, so they'll feel that way, or it's just how it feels when it works. Sure, you know, you might just. Well, it doesn't matter which way it is. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, true. That's your end yeah. product is yeah more yeah. important maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing because you don't know you don't know what the process is. Right? So when you're working by yourself. How do you get that? Do you how do you get feed? Do you get feedback? Do you trust yourself? The cool thing about working in a band situation is when somebody's doing something stupid, or oh, your part sucks. Like, You're stupid, right? That's also the bad part about it because it, a lot of the times those you know those things are going to come down more because of personality based decisions than actually you being stupid, right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, haters yeah. gonna hate. Well, it's you know. Well, Briggs, you if came you, up yeah. with the last yeah, idea. No, right? your keyboard part sucks, Duncan. I hate that solo. <laughs> well, that's exactly <laughs> it, right? <laughs> Look, just because I did three great keyboard parts in a row doesn't mean you have to be jealous. Yeah, you're not even a keyboard player. I am. Yeah. The fourth one sucked. Right? Yeah, the fourth one. The fourth right. one was pretty bad. And, Sick and, of this. And that's the problem with that, right? Is that. <laughs> Sometimes some someone's just killing it, and everybody, someone else might be get jealous or whatever. Sure. Well, I mean, you people's work, egos can get in a way some, in a band. Or sometimes sure. the fourth one just really sucks. True. Like, that's also true. That's the thing. That's what I'm asking you. Sometimes you, it's honesty. Sometimes it's just haterade. And, and which would be which would be nice. Haterade. Yeah. Haterade. <laughs> drink of champions. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it's true. It's just perfect. It's I love like puns perfect so time. I love puns perfect so time. much. So how do you how do you surf that? How do you know when you're uh, do you how do you know when you're when you're just playing that fourth fucking one and it sucked? Oh, um, you get my, feedback. My yeah, my ears. You you yeah. you, so you, you trust yourself. yourself though, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah, good no. that you can be honest with yourself and say, well, yeah, yeah that one sucks. Yeah, a lot no, of people I, can't do that. <laughs> yeah, but you must have some. You must have some experience going into this in order to make those. Well, you you're like decisions. you. Experience I know I know Honky. You listen to like vast amounts of music from all genres, right? I, so, I listen to a good amount of music from a good amount of genres. Yeah. I mean, every time I've ever talked to you, you you always are like kind of right on with whatever music we're talking about. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean? sometimes you nod and smile, and make fair enough. Yeah, make eye contact. That's that's what I do throughout this podcast. Most <laughs> of the time. No. Um. Yeah. So I listen to a lot of different music. Um. I generally err on the side of that wasn't quite good enough. Um, even smarter, if it was pretty good, smarter even choice, if it was pretty right. good, you can always go. You mean when you're better. tracking? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking about whether I get feedback, um, yeah, I listen to it and I go, no, that, that could be better. If anything, um, sometimes I do let myself off the hook. Um, but I, 
I've done that several times um, so far in my my short career, and it's every time I listen back to those recordings, like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, that is it's just not right, and it'll eat away at you every time. Those are the parts um, you remember, too, when you yeah. worked on that. Thing, yep. Right? Like, nope, that was garbage. That was garbage. <laughs> and then sometimes you'll think something's great, and then, you know, like, three years from now, you listen to it, and you go, like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, that's well, you were right. a di- that's a different experience. When you're t- yeah, when, I mean, it is a different experience. You were at a different um, time in your life, and, and, and I don't believe Who knows? That- maybe some, if somebody else was there, they would have gotten to it faster. They would have figured <laughs> yeah. it out, you know? I mean, so I mean that's that does speak to the the disadvantage of uh, being a solo performer as opposed to uh, being in a band. Well, I don't know. I mean, but I would. St- I think I would still use, use something like Prince. Bad. I mean, you could love Prince for a lot of different reasons. There's some mm-hmm. people who are just like going to listen, tiki 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 tiki, you know. And <laughs> yeah, for me, that's sense. that's an okay song, but that's not that's I'm Pretty not going to like. That's not the right home to uh, to mom. Like, oh, I heard this great song. You know, that's not how it works for me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but on the yeah, other yeah. hand, uh, and then some people talk about excess. I love excess. I love ridiculously be you know bejeweled shit like uh, sure. diamonds and pearls. Yeah. And, oh, I thought uh, you were talking about clothing. No, no, no. And uh, well, <laughs> and and, uh, and and like uh, uh, what's the one? Um, like I love it when when if it wasn't performed perfectly, the song is like the cheesiest fucking song ever. Like. Uh, his, I, I, I will still listen every time to uh, Could You Be? Oh, yeah. The most beautiful girl. I like going, I don't care. Like, seriously, worst wedding song ever. Sure, but it's Prince doing it. Yeah, so it's I awesome. know, but it's so perfect, right? And <laughs> yeah. plus, talk about a, a great band setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, well, I don't even know who's him. fucking playing at what point. Who cares? It's probably just him. It's a, just an instant kill. Yeah. You know? Listen, there's uh, there's some wine over there, and you can make yourself whatever you need. Oh, Obviously, yeah. there's beers, anything. It's all yours, right? Yeah. Cool, man. Um, there's ice in there too. If you wanna, if you wanna make yourself a drink. Yeah, it's a regular old refrigerator. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty but awesome, it's, you guys. Right? Yeah. No, but that's uh, the thing. Uh, the the. I that I don't know. So for me, do you talk about like craft and artists? Look at um, look at uh, some of the Stevie Wonder songs, right? Uh, you look at like um, uh, what the fuck's the song with uh, you know there's a ribbon in the sky for your love. I mean that's like for me one of the classic love songs ever. But there aren't that many people that can cover that shit without right. sounding like you know, uh, you know I, I believe I could fly. You know I, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear. Who's that? R. Kelly. R. Kelly, R. Kelly um, <laughs> singing "Ribbon <laughs> in the Sky." You see what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it does. No, I want to hear R. Kelly singing "Trapped in the Closet." <laughs> you want to hear? I do. R. Kelly singing "Ribbon in this Guy" is what. Yeah, you anything, oh, anything go. he Ribbon wants to sing, guy. I want to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the problem with R. Kelly is that no problem. Right when I get cynical about that shit, then I remember like Space Jam and shit. Like, yeah. Woo. I'm saying he so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, I, but in Space Jam, I, that I was do, perfect, I do like right? Trapped in the Closet, though. Trapped in the Closet is living in the in that, that same little space between irony and not irony, right? I do believe that he thinks it it's great. It's fucking entertaining. Did you know there's like, I, I just heard, there's like another 60 or 70 chapters of that that he's done that are in the can that are just. You just here. made my day. I'm saying. I am so I would sad. listen. I, we should have a party. And just sit around and like listen to all that. Well, I don't know. I only listen to R. Kelly alone. Okay, well then that's, that's the thing. That's a little weird. 
It's a little weird. Oh, whatever. Did Maybe you see the movie out. part when when he actually acted it all out? What do you mean? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Sh- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't want to just listen to it? No, I'm sure they haven't filmed all the other chapters. I'm sure I don't just care. Recorded them. I, you know, whatever. I'll just whatever. I'll play the original video on loop with the new tunes. <laughs> now let's see work. how it works. That, that might work. work. Oh yeah, kind of like a Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. There sort you go. Thing. But like a, a Ser- serendip- serendipitous <laughs> sync. Is that what you want? Sure. Serendipitous sync, huh? Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a college word, Ooh. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's kind of a that's a that's one of my one of my things anyway. Like mm. if it like if anybody else sings it, that shit sucks. And then sometimes it sucks. Like yeah. I still can't really get behind uh what's the the I just called the- to say I love you. Yeah. And yeah. you're still like, man, you know, it's, oh, it's so close. I almost can get there. But you the song's what? so <laughs> execrable that it's like even Stevie can't quite get it for me. For me. For me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just pulling out fancy you know, words. Maybe, maybe Stevie's I'm trying to make Stevie's shit better than most people's gold, though, right? Yeah. Stevie, man, the story. Speaking of execrable, weren't we just talking about R. Kelly? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doo doo butter and pee pee and butter. whatever. That's yeah. what he's into. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> trapped in the closet's good. I'm going to stand great. by that. I'm not saying trapped in the closet isn't isn't good. Okay, so you're saying it is good. <laughs> I'm saying that you, there's a little irony involved in that thing. Is what okay, I'm that, so it's all good. That's generous. I'm just adjusting our That's overall really levels here. <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, see, I go ahead. I just called to say I love you. The craft is there. The production is not. I think the. It, I actually think the production kind of kills it a little bit. It's with funny. The, with the I don't drums, know. With I the don't rhythm know if section. I go there. With the rhythm section. Yeah, because he's got a. I think he's got a drum machine. Oh, there's, yeah. There's a, yeah, it's a different drum yeah, machine. But, so. but for me, I don't know. I don't think I would say that. I think for me, the you know, issue there is I don't know. I feel like he really wanted to write Ribbon in the Sky. I feel like that's like Stevie going to that place and coming back with this beautiful thing and then taking, like you said, those other 99 hours of... People don't get like what goes into some songwriting is revision and revision and playing it, then playing it live and going, oh, that part sucks. You know? Wait, does like, that still happen? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> but... Um, Maybe not, maybe not at Newport Folk Festival, but ah, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm tooling on that shit. I went to the, I went to not this year, but last year, and it's funny because it was weird. The the things that I dug were the things that weren't so cool, and I think the things that the audience really dug. Well, it's a completely different audience too. I'm older than everybody. It's not it's not really a folk festival. It's really sort of a a modern acoustic festival or whatever. At least the way they presented it, and. uh I mean, some of the cool things I liked. I liked Dawes. You know, I thought that was pretty oh, good. Yeah. But, but for me, it was the, oh, you know, everybody's so cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it just, that didn't vibe for me. And, and definitely the audience liked that. I liked, like, Jack Black. <laughs> Did I say that? No. Was it Jack, Jack White? Jack I'm White. sorry. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was like dumb, Jack White. Well, it could be either one. Dumb yeah, ass. right. I like Jack White. I like that whole good. set. But the audience was like thinning out like they totally didn't get it they're like that's inauthentic i'm like mm, man i think the people that you're listening to like kurt vile like i really i actually totally get kurt vile I'm, I'm not being negative he's fantastic i totally get why people like him but 
I don't feel that that's, that's not my version of what the word authentic means. So I don't apply that. I don't see... Okay, so if I guess if something is out-and-out out phony, like artifice, is it's bad, then yeah. Yeah, like a bad that, disco band. Okay, the, right. The, right. I guess you would kind of want something that's more authentic. Yeah. I, I guess... I feel like people get way too hung up on authenticity. I guess yeah, it, kill, like it yeah. killed Vanilla Ice's career when they found out he wasn't really like a gangbanger, right? <laughs> true. No, I mean like, so... But he's in that Madonna sex book, so it turned out all right for him. Way to be topical, Briggs. <laughs> it's not a current event? What's he doing? No, doesn't he have a reality TV show with like uh, motorcycles or something? I'm staying out of it. Oh, oh, I have no idea. Rob Van Winkle, look him up. He's still around. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not. Yeah. Don't hate. You guys both know all the words to Ice Ice Baby. I don't actually. I don't know. I think those are all I the words. Bullshit. Ice Ice Baby. The, those are all the words. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why we No, I mean, there was. This is Artifice right here. You guys are trying to be listen. cool. Ice is back with a brand new edition. See? Uh, I know that part. Yeah, and you could keep going, giving them a moment. You know, maybe now's not the venue. But. Yeah, I'm having a, I'm having a tough time. You could get to that right headspace. So normally, this is where I'd look up the lyrics on my <laughs> iPad, but I'm just going to skip that. Yeah, but it starts it, with "All right, stop." Yeah, I feel like I <laughs> <Yeah>. should. <laughs> it's fitting. Enough said. I, I should. I should clarify. Uh, I totally get what went down at, at Newport, and actually, I had some friends who were really into it, and I totally. Uh, it's fantastic for me personally. Like. Mm-hmm coming from what i like about music i found that a lot of these acts would go up to the door of something really cool and personal or up to the door of something interesting and complex or up to the door of a of of a of a like a an idea being approached in a way i haven't heard before like fake plastic trees is an example right Mm -hmm. Everybody writes songs about, you know, alienation and shit, but Jesus, how did that come about, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. a really different way of looking at it. But then, at, at, again, from my experience at that at that particular, you know, show, they would stop at the door and go, if I go any farther, I'm going to be vulnerable, and that means I'm going to be assailable, and that means I won't be cool. And And then you could hear the audience, like, kind of digging that they could also be cool by not being vulnerable. And you're going... You're kind of wishing for iron and wine to show up or something. Where you're normally, I'd be the other way. I'd be like, I'm not really in the mood for something. So, or or uh, you know, Elliot Smith, right? Sure. There's an example of someone who just flew right through the fucking door. Like, fuck yeah. that door, right? Yeah. I'm not going to stop here and and put my glass, you know, my sunglasses on and make sure that you can't see my eyes. Yeah. I'm going to fucking rip them off, and you can fucking sing the lyrics, you know. So, obviously, those are extremes I'm talking about, and you don't expect that from everybody, but. It was a weird show. It was weird to see the audience kind of digging that equivalent lack of commitment to sort of complexity and depth. It's like listening to your friend who plays the guitar, or I just mean, but it's usually the guitar player. Oh yeah, and you're like, and they're like, and you're like, oh, it's cool the way you went to the sixth there, and they go, don't tell me what my chords are called. I don't want to know. Because if I if I learn what the numbers are and stuff, I'll just sound like everybody else. And you're like, no, Dude. you sound like everybody else when you don't right. learn what those are because you no, only but, play the same five right. fucking chords well, that you've been playing problem, since you were right. 14. Well, but no, it's uh, true. Leave it, no, leave true. it to a guitar true. player. Leave it to a guitar. It's not a true. It's not a keyboard player and, but, that says that shit. Well, that's, that's true. Well, that's, it's not a keyboard player that says that shit. But 
and and to take the to, to validate it, I mean, fucking Eric Clapton plays the same fucking five chords, and I love that dude. So it's not like you have to use fancy chords, but to be afraid yeah, of also, it. He pushed himself in, in yeah. his own ways too. Like I mean, I'm not right. a huge Eric Clapton fan, but I mean, if you look at the the body of his work going back all yeah. the way back to the Yardbirds and you can't, John Mayall, it's, it's unassailable. And it's, it's amazing. Uh, he's he has I I don't know, but he yeah. he was very he's good. Got his moments. He yeah, was, no, yeah. This, everybody has their ups and downs. <laughs> but you know but, what I mean? But he like he he put himself through some stuff. Like he yeah. he. He went there. He put himself out. Um, no, but there, there are other examples of, you know, or anything in the blues genre or whatever, where it's really not about your chords or anything. But the idea that the magic will go away if you explain it to me, to me means you never own that fucking magic in the first place. And that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. It's like, you know, if it's funny. Uh, it's like sometimes the first person to the pole, you know, the North Pole, metaphorically bring something cool to it the second person to the north pole brings something like also cool to it and then there's all these other people that go to the pole you know look at that time where you had like mumford and sons right where again whether you're into this or not that sort of begat the everybody has a, a fucking floor tom up next to the lead singer and they'll go hey like every you know bar, da 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 da, da. hey, da, 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 da. Hey. hey, and that's cool, that's fine. It's not my kind of thing. I totally get it. Lumineers, right? I mean, there's a good sure. example of, of, and they were actually they 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 pushed it in their own direction, right? But those first couple of bands did it, and now you have all of these bands that are playing with like you know the guy who stands up and plays the keyboard or some bullshit, and you're like. That's the band that says, don't fuck with our formula. We've got it just right. And you're just like, man, you don't own that formula, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. I think that's the, that's one of the things I like about this, about what we're doing here, is like, you guys come in. And it's funny. We get to sit here and, and check this out. And everybody goes up to the same goddamn two mics. Mm-hmm. Right. But it sounds totally different, man. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. everything. It's so personal and colorful. And maybe the problem... Forget about maybe. I'm telling you what I think. Okay. I do not think the problem is the audience. I don't think the problem is the audience at all. I think it's the delivery medium. It's that if you are going to listen to something while you're working out, mm-hmm. you put yourself into a situation where there's a bunch of shit going on in your brain and you just want some kind of beat that you can be inspired by, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in your car and you're driving to work and it's the commute, once again, you're in this sort of distractible situation. Yeah, right? absolutely. But I... I'm going to sound like an old dude right now, but I remember going over to my friend Gordon's because he had a great stereo and he would get like the new whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So early on, it would be like, you know, Pink Floyd or Van Halen or one of those things. Mm -hmm. Later on, uh, you know, when we were in that mood, that sort of uh, that that 80s thing, it would be like the new The Fix or In Excess or... You know, or uh, or he was really into Depeche Mode, right? Which mm-hmm. was a whole different thing, right? Uh, Tears for Fears, and what you, I would just go. He'd be like, "I got the album," and I go over there, drive over there, mm-hmm. and uh, it was right around the time I got a car. So you know, we were young, whatever, you know, somewhere between sixteen and eighteen, and just drive over and sit down and listen to the goddamn album, right? And he like he would be he me maybe his you know his, one of his uh, siblings or whatever or a friend, and we just listen. And you're like so focused on what's coming out of the speakers that it's like you're respecting the work that the musicians put into it in the first place. 
right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't always like everything you heard, but that stopping and just sitting down and just fucking listening to something, not while you're making dinner or sure. while it's playing along with a video, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. Do you do that kind of thing? How do you do you ever listen, just sit and listen to music? Um, I did definitely did it a lot more when I was younger. Um, honestly, I have a tough time finding the time to do it. Right. <laughs> like oh, you I have to, it. you end up having to make the time. Well, when you're being um, creative, this kind of changes things. Cause yeah. if you have that time, what I'm, what I'm thinking is that again, I'm not going to blame the audience. Mm-hmm. If the person, oh, no. if the listener was using that in your case, obviously you're going to take those, it's potentially you're going to take all those creative moments and make them into you making music, not yeah, into yeah. you sitting around listening to fucking XTC. But yeah, <laughs> you know, but the idea of, of saying, well, you know, the listeners don't listen to it. That's bullshit. I think it's just as simple as providing that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I, so I guess on, on balance, I would say that, um, I don't blame the audience. I don't blame audiences. I don't, really blame venues i don't blame other musicians really i mean yeah i definitely balance, don't blame the musicians on but, balance i don't really yeah. i guess i don't really blame any i mean, get fr- you get frustrated right um you can and, pull the blame out of it yeah right and yeah i mean you, you do get, yeah you do get frustrated but yeah i mean you you have to be able to engage people and it's not knowing how to do it and seeing all the things that you're working for um, not engaging as many people as you would like. Well, I is, think there's is frustrating. You know, sorry to sort of pile onto it, but it, there's there is a delivery medium situation. We talked about it a couple of times on the podcast, where the old school is you go to a bar and mm. you play your shit while people are drinking, right? Yep. That shit just doesn't fly as much anymore. There aren't that many people who go out to listen to music. The people that do go out to listen to music are probably have been doing it for forever. It's part of their thing. Yeah, they but, go they go out to socialize. That's the thing right. is that they go out to socialize. Right. They go out to talk and drink. And if you somebody's playing in the background, that's background noise. And unless it's it, like extremely deficient or extremely excellent, they're not going to notice very much. So rather than blaming the musician or blaming the audience or whatever, I just feel like that's an, that's something that people used to do. They used mm-hmm. to be like, hey, where are we going out tonight? And yeah. who are we going to listen to? And yeah. it just was how it was, say, 40 years ago, right? And then certainly in the 80s, you know, that kind of thing, 70s, 80s, 90s, that was a way to, to, to absorb new music. Mm-hmm. There was no internet situation. In the 90s, obviously, the internet came along. But... Um, you know that kind of thing was something that people went out and doing. So I just feel like that's an older artifact. I don't think it should go away. I still love doing it, but I don't think that that's necessarily the problem or the even the best solution anymore. Hmm. So then, to rather than trying to solve it all in in one podcast, that's silly. Yeah. I think the yeah. idea of, of looking at the damage that it does is more important. So for example, I think you could take just there's some amazing food around here. For example, in Portsmouth, yeah. New Hampshire, right? You can get um, really like high-end, really uh, modern, you know, um, just sort of almost like aggressively interesting food, right? You can sure. get super traditional food, right? But you could take the, some of the food is going to be a matter of presentation, right? Like yeah. the way it looks and the way it comes out. 
um, you know, like Bratzo or uh, is Green Monkey still being Green Monkey? There's an example there, right? So you know, you're gonna you're gonna chili cheese fries from Gillies. Well, but that's ex- but you're hitting chili it on the head. Fries. Some things need to be dumped into a to go yeah. container. Oh yeah, uh-huh. but. If you take some really high end shit and just jam, just dump it off the plane foam, into a something with foam. A, what, do you see what I mean? You just yeah. dump it into there. The In whole a red point and white is checkered yeah. basket. You may you may have gone over the top with foam. We don't need to go that far, but it's something that I just that's, want a basket of foam. Can I get that enforcement? <laughs> the point the point being, some things if if you if the only way you're ever going to eat something is out of a fucking uh, to go container, you're just never going to get it. You're just not going to understand sure. the complexity that can go with an amazing meal that maybe has more than one course that's being presented in a certain fashion that just, just eaten fits. off of a plate. It's just has to be off a plate. <laughs> yeah, like so you just can't There's not something about that plate. I know you're making it funny, but it's it's there. It, but it's the same thing with music. It's like if the only yeah. way you're ever going to fucking listen to music yeah. is when you're working out or because yeah. you're socializing with someone in a bar trying to get laid, this is not your problem anymore. The problem is in the delivery system. If you're not going to go over to a friend's house and sit down and say, hey, can we listen to this together? You know, because what is that queer or something? You know, that's not or if the only way you're going to do this is that way, then the problem is the delivery system. Okay. So you have these people who are putting all this work into this piece of music that's trying to develop this certain, you know, X, Y, Z feeling. Mm-hmm. If you're never going to hear it that way in the first place, the whole thing is broken. Right. Yeah. So I so rather than saying there's no more good music, that's bullshit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Then you say that's just lazy. I'm tired of the music I'm working out to is a completely legitimate thing to say. Absolutely. You're somebody who isn't really that into music and you just need to listen to stuff. So you're great. You go to Spotify and hit the new workout button and they give you new workouts, right? They do the workout for you. So Spotify has actually kind of solved that issue because Mm -hmm. now you can sit at work at the shit job you hate with your headphones on and you can just listen to music for literally eight or nine hours in a row. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once again, not necessarily the best way to listen to music, but they solved a little bit of that delivery system. So that's what I'm getting at is I feel like maybe there's a solution in here that need that, you know, you wrote this really cool song. I really like that song. Oh, thank you. And I'd like to believe that this podcast provides a, 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 a decent, you know, sort of container to listen to that in. Yeah. Hopefully someone who's listening to the podcast is going to flip it on and go, what the fuck am I going to hear now? I want to hear something new. Mm-hmm. And they do, and they do. Yeah. But maybe there's more to it. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a better way to connect. Mm-hmm. You know, especially live. Maybe there's a way to do that. I think that's why the festival thing works. You know, because you go to right. a festival and you're like, sure, you're captive audience for a couple of days, and everyone yeah. is kind of in the same zone and there for usually for the music, sometimes yeah. for the the party or whatever. Yeah, but you know, maybe it kind of all goes together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like they are at least somewhat more um, receptive yeah, to music. Yeah, every time like I've gone to a festival, yeah, people are, people are into it, right? Yeah. They're, they're, I guess that's maybe where, where music fans go now. It's kind of a, it's a commitment, too. It's expensive. Yeah. You go there for a couple of days, you yeah, know, you yeah. pack in and pack out and whatnot. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot, you know, it's a, I mean, and the, the, I guess those are real music fans. Um, you know, certainly some casual fans will go to those, too, but. yeah. Yeah, especially when they're the place to go, like a Bonnaroo. Right, right, sure, sure. Place to be seen or whatever. And, you know, but that's just, you know, different people get different things out of music, I guess, you know. Like some people 
only need it to you know get pumped up for working out some people like it for for the artistry involved or the emotional content or whatever but yeah yeah and i still haven't i i haven't even remotely figured that out i have no idea like what what who i'm supposed to be making this for other than people that are like me well, I guess that's that's, that's all that matters, right? I mean, it doesn't matter who you're making it for as long as it gets appreciated by the people who appreciate it. You got well, if you don't know if you don't know who's going to appreciate it, then you don't know where to get oh, it because otherwise out. nobody know, nobody can saying. get it. Right, right. Like it, it, you can't people can't get a hold of it. Right. That's the thing. Like people the people who get a hold of my stuff are people who happen to stumble upon me on Bandcamp. Sure. Um which or, is a good resource. Yeah, which is a nice one. Um I definitely I I like it. But that's basically like clicking through or related stuff or whatever. Yeah. And uh, um, fans and of so-and-so also purchased from whoever, um, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. And um, and then uh, playing shows. I, I mean, playing shows is kind of a classic, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's how you get your, your stuff out there and make a, make a human connection with people. Yeah. You know, literally. Yeah. Uh, Still a good way to do it. I mean, it's harder and harder to play shows a lot of times. It gets it gets kind of tricky. Um, it, it seems like venues aren't quite as enthusiastic about it, and perhaps with good reason because they they've got to make money. Sure, yeah. I mean, and that kind of em- puts an emphasis on the the functional type of music. You know, bar band, whatever. You know, yeah. music people can get drunk and hook up to, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cover bands definitely, and they've. I mean, cover bands have always done better anyway. Well, sure, people like stuff they know too. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that either. You know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's very understandable. Sure, it's very. But yeah, it it is hard if you're doing something original or or maybe you know not fully mainstream or whatever you want to call it. It's it's harder and harder to find places to do that. They still exist, but it's kind of a. Yeah, yeah. It and it's it's funny. I mean. What was it? Ten years ago, or five, even five years ago, um, Brooklyn. You know, because that blew up, and right. you know, you could go to Brooklyn and play, and there are all kinds of people um, open and receptive to that. Sure, and uh, and it's it's tough to kind of figure out where the next one of right. those is going to be. That's true, um, and it, it all frequently just kind of happens. You know, there's yeah. kind of like a critical mass that's achieved, and then it's a scene or whatever. But yeah. I I don't know. I feel like wherever you go, you're going to find someone doing something interesting. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, sure, somewhere there's nothing going on. But <laughs> I think, you know, any mid-sized place or whatever. I mean, maybe maybe we're just spoiled around around the Portsmouth Seacoast area because there's so many good musicians and people doing interesting things. As well as, the, you know, your cover bands and your whatever, mm-hmm. you know, typical bar band kind of stuff. Yeah. But there's a lot of people doing a lot of really interesting stuff. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like even if it's not necessarily getting out there, pretty much wherever you go, there's got to be someone around town or whatever doing something kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I there's there. Yeah, I would. I hope you're right, too. <laughs> I feel like the That's scenes, the get out. you know, know. The, the scenes kind of they kind of uh, meld together because everybody now can listen now, to everything. Yeah, absolutely. Everything is instantly available to anyone anywhere at any time. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, that's obviously, it's going to be a good thing on one hand and, you know, you're going to have trouble with it on the other hand, but you know, you could argue that, you know, the Boston sound, if you go back to, you know, road runner, road runner, you know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, 
you listen to the you know the London punk sound sure. of like you know the Clash and all that, yep. and then the L.A. sort of skate punk kind of sound mm. of Black Flag and and those kind of things, and obviously the New York sound of of you know all the way out to Lou Reed that kind of stuff, mm. but also you know um, that sort of angular kind of punk that came out of that, sure, sure. and then the weird kind of punk like you know Talking Heads and Blondie yep. and those kind of Devo. Um, mm. All those things, they kind of come out of scenes, the Minneapolis scene of... Devo is from Akron, Ohio. Yeah, I know. I totally threw that in from nowhere. Um, angular, though. They're very angular. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. that was like a, a movement, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, and, yeah. and so then there's that, then the movement comes along, and then how do all the different places, you know, react to it when, when right. we're in the middle of... People love making fun of the 80s. I think I'm finally going to be vindicated. I feel like <laughs> I feel like a couple of years from now, this is going to explode. Everyone's going to be wearing fucking neon colors. And it's already happening. Oh, it's already happening. Weird shit coming All out that shit's cyclical that anyway. Yeah, that, yeah. 80s fashion yeah, that's is been popular a, That's currently. been going for like a couple of yeah. years now. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, like, I feel I like it's really going to snap, uh, you know, but... I think I think it's... That, the, that wave is already cresting. I think we're yeah. coming into the 90s thing now. So heavy anything, flannel, heavy hear, flannels coming yeah, up. Yeah, uh, the, the flannel and yeah. the, but the, the grunge. But and, the point I'm making is that, you know, I think those scene things, you know, that, that scene concept is a little difficult now because the, the individual cultures of the difference between, for example, Seattle and L.A. and San Francisco are, aren't quite as different as they used to be. Everybody's okay. got well, their... Well, yeah, you can get a taste of whatever you want pretty easy now. Pretty much yeah. everywhere, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, I'll just make a joke, but it's like taco trucks on every corner. It's right, like, right. That's an awesome <laughs> thing, right? And because it makes your your human existence uh-huh. cool. But I don't, I, I, I don't give up on anything. I believe that there's a there's a you know there's a cycle to everything. I mean, look at sure. the fact that you know uh, if you go back not that long ago, you go back fifty years ago, there were no fucking burritos. You can get a fucking burrito at Portsmouth. No, what? there were burritos in. Where they where they originally came from, and where do they come from? Mexico, in particular. I don't know if it's actually Mexico, but certainly Latin America. You could get that kind of that kind of food, but you could you'd have to go to a pretty fancy area to find a transplant for that, or you'd have to get it out of like a truck, like a uh, like a peasant food kind of version. But you couldn't sure. go to Portsmouth and get a burrito, right? You certainly didn't have like microwave burritos fucking fifty we years didn't ago. Have microwaves, probably. They had microwaves 50 years ago. Did they? No, How old's a microwave? No, I don't know. It, it was around it? then, yeah. 50s? Yeah, but I mean, it was sort of common later on then, yeah, yeah. 60s. But well, the burrito is the important part of this conversation. The point I'm making is that you wouldn't, like, the idea of going out for, you know, some ethnic food was a big deal. There were maybe, sure. and, and because. Maybe you got lucky and, and you, you lived in the place that yeah. had the one. No, but that's it. I grew, I, I grew up, you know, like an hour from Boston, so you could. You could get Italian food because there's the North End in Boston, right. but it's just like, hey, you wanted to get Chinese food. You go, there were local Chinese food places, but they were like sort of egg foo young places. You go to Chinatown in Boston to in order to get, stuff. and even then you're kind of getting this sort of well, American sure, getting, Yeah, absolutely. So you could argue, you know, look at what's happened since then to now. I think the same thing will happen with all of this stuff, with with music and visual arts and all that. Visual arts have this, you know, this weird flirtation with digit digitized versions and and the actual artifacts you know i mm-hmm. mean that's part of the the jokes that go along you know put a bird on it like you know yeah that kind of handcrafted stuff had this 
big resurgence because people are like, why the fuck am I looking at this on my fucking phone? You know, like I would like to be able to touch and feel the actual visual art, even if it's a painting. I want to see the paint. You know, I want to feel that that thing. And that that was fantastic. It really revitalized that situation. Yeah. And I'd like to believe that that the the concept of live music is, you know, obviously it's never going to go away. But the idea of re-socializing that um, that experience, mm-hmm. I think it starts with those solo performers. I think that's the beauty of what I saw last year at <clears throat> Newport, which is most of those people just plain didn't need electricity to do what the fuck they were doing. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing because you can do it on a street corner, but maybe that's right. the next step is people just getting on the back of a, a flatbed and, and, and playing through town or something. I don't know They're what They're doing is. stuff yeah. like that at the, what is it, at the Players Ring, I think, in Portsmouth. They, they call it like a cordless. Or oh, yeah. Cordless no. at the ring. Is that what it's called? He, Almanac Mountain yeah, was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our friend yeah. Chris Cody. Chris, Chris Cody uh, and, and uh, could Talk Brian, about, talk Brian about this a little too. more, please. So it's, I, it's I'm not a familiar. small theater, the Players Ring in Portsmouth, right? Yeah, I'm a familiar uh, yeah. place. No, no yeah. I understand. Yeah, so it's totally unplugged you just show up and you do your thing and you it's uh 100 acoustic no mics no nothing. yeah yeah i don't even have mics yeah Briggs, we need to go there yeah i don't know how is it a is it a frequent it, series they were, that they do i think i only i heard about it a couple of times i know that chris did it but. yeah and they were doing it consistently what was it like thursday nights or something Tuesday okay so it is kind remember. of a regular ish thing or it is was the for the summer over? for the oh, gotcha, summer okay. season i want to say because I think that they've got like a fall season, like they've okay. got full they got stuff plays going up or whatever. Well, there's just so touch. many cool things happening in Portsmouth right but that's now. That's a great idea, right? I mean, it's kind of an intimate sort of thing, you know, kind of to maximize right. that sort of connection, right? I mean, that's a pretty well, intimate space. I mean, I don't know if you yeah. guys have been there, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not much bigger than where we are right yeah, now. Pretty right? Much, right? Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. Ooh, got a little light bulb there. Anyway, yeah. uh, so. Uh, Back on track, I feel like then go through those experiences. One of them Mm -hmm. is dancing. There are not that many bands that do that now. I mean, there are a couple. Uh, What's the one that? um, Yeah, that's a tough thing. What's no? But there was there was one that was doing really well. No, no. Who's the um, the guy from the the guys from the Soggy Poor Boys Mm -hmm. and uh, from the uh, Arts? You know, PMAC. They, what's the fucking band? Oh, they're gonna kill me, guys! <laughs> All right, I'll look it up. Here, sorry. It. No, they had a, a really. They have a really. They still do. They. I just haven't. I haven't seen it in the performances. But um, there are a couple of bands around here. Jumbo Circus Peanuts is an example of a, okay. a dance band around here. I will remember the goddamn name of that band. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. I'll look it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they have this fantastic band where they play a lot of Latin American stuff, and they have some horns and all that, and people would just go out to dance and. That's so fantastic. That's just that's all you need to know. There, on the other hand, there's that one example, right? Right. I feel like again, the problem is, do you want to go out to a club or a bar that has you know you're serving this IPA and you know, everyone's just yelling and they're kind of dancing and kind of not? You know, that's that's not really the the vibe, right? There's got to sure. be another yeah. way of presenting that, you know. Just like when, you know, like way, way, way back, fish didn't fit any, in anywhere. Uh, when they were in the Burlington area, they'd play at Nectar's every now and then. But people would just laugh at them. Like, they'd be like, you know, hippies. and or not, It's not hippies as much. It's like Just jamming. What are right. you going to do, right? Mm-hmm. So they fucking rented places out and just sold tickets to their fans. And then they just got really big. And at yeah. one point, they fucking rented out the, uh, you know, the Portland Civic Center. Mm-hmm. 
which is like 6,000, 7,000 people. And they filled it. And you're like, you guys don't need anything, man. Just right. fly away. Just Go do it. do it. You know, so there's got to be these type of creative solutions for this, for live playing, you know? So. Yeah. Okay. It's hard. A lot of those independent sort of things get, get uh, shut down, you know? Yeah. Again, I, I feel like. I feel like that's well. Look at Wrong Brain. We were just talking mm-hmm. yeah, about yeah, Wrong yeah. Brain, right? right. Wrong Brain is an example of exactly what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, no, and it's great. Yeah, I'm not saying that's a solution. I'm saying this is someone who said, "You know what? I don't see what I want to see. Yeah, so I'm going I'm to make, make what scene. I want to yeah, see. Totally. Yeah. But but they're not yes. saying I don't want. I don't see what I want to see because what I want to see is what I saw 20 years ago. So I'm no. just going to make right. it again. Right? Like man, exactly. everything be great if we just got the channel and the paradise and TT. Yeah, we'll get the band back together. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fucking great. All we got to yeah. do is put all those things back in Boston, nope. and Boston will come back Fuck until it. Tuesday can play. And you're like, okay, <laughs> shut, stop, stop. That's yeah. not how this works, yeah, man. That's the thing. Wait, you can't so there's step not going to be until Tuesday reunion. Same. They can't step in that same river twice. <laughs> That's yeah, like right? saying people, if, if all the hotels in Boston just got those big ballrooms back and we just got all those tuxedo <laughs> Glenn Miller bands and we could just all go out yeah. with our wives and, and, and husbands the, and we would just enjoy around. ourselves yeah. like they used to exactly. in the 20s. You're like, dudes, no. Yeah, that's, why, yeah. that's why I don't get into the whole like the retro throwback stuff right. and the nostalgia stuff that much. Um, it, yeah, you got you to gotta make something of your own. Like... Like yeah. every generation's got to make something of their own. Yeah, I um, think this is the uh, this is a little bit of the Matrix generation right now, where you know people are that young people are looking down into their phones or pods. looking into their well, they're, yeah, they're they're sort of digital virtual pod. pod yeah, but I don't think I mean I really I, I, I that can't continue. You know the the re, the, the the rejection of being always on is got to be out there somewhere. Oh, it's building. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. For the young people, I'm talking Pod's about gonna it, pop. someone who's 15 going. I don't fucking need to tell everybody in the world exactly what's going on. I don't care about all this. And by the time they get to be 25, they're going fuck this. I'm going to the mountains or something just to get <laughs> away from yeah. all this. Right. That's where I feel like there's a there's a revolution in there. You know, mm. I can't. You know, it's not, it's not like everybody's going over to Wrong Brain in order to get onto their Facebook. You know what I mean? Right, right. They're going over there to to not do that. Yeah, exactly. And look at uh, Red Alert. You know the skateboard park in in uh, Mm. in in Dover. Oh yeah, okay. You know there's there's another. They're not going there in order to you know check Twitter. They're going there to be not doing do a thing. You know, yeah, love that. And so I feel like it's out there, but I'm certainly you know old dude's not going to solve it. But um, (laughs) anybody with an idea should be able to solve it. But we can talk about it. We can. You know, we can say this does not have to be your world. Your world does not have to be the tweets that were curated for you by the Twitter algorithm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Your world doesn't have to be, you know, what your other friends at high school think about your, you know, Snapchat. It's not how it works. It doesn't have to be how it works. It can no, it's be all based you on your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Picture says a thousand words. Yeah. And Twitter, you can only do like, what, 140 or something? Yeah. Yeah, 140 characters, yeah. It's not even 140 words. Look, man. Picture, picture's got a I was gonna pull it. I was going to pull it all together with some John Cusack say anything kind of bullshit. But oh, I was just trying <laughs> to take a dump on your bit. I'm sorry, man. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's not a bit. This is my heart. The coil. You dumped on my heart. Just a bit of it. You want to play another song? Yeah, I'll play another song. Yeah? I got, I got another one. You got another awesome. one? Yeah, I'll move I got another the mics. One. Cool. There you go. What's yeah. this one called? This one's called Hermit Magic. Hermit Magic? Hermit Magic. Cool. Uh, yeah, so... um. It's a little bit of a self-made branding. I uh, sort of call the genre that I'm playing. Excuse me. Oh, 
Sorry. Okay. I uh, call the genre that I'm playing uh, hermit rock. Um, it's just tough to uh, find really good descriptors. Um, also, I, I generally, I, again, I will make references to other music. Um, so, like, Paul Simon meets Frank Zappa. Right on. Um, so that's... Uh, if you want to... Take your time, man. If you want to tune up or whatever you want to do, it's all good. You want to... You know, whatever you want to do. Make yourself comfy. We're not rushing. It's all good. Paul Simon meets Frank Zappa. Yeah. I'll bet you they probably did meet at one point. They did. Do you think they picked each other's noses? They might have no, picked each other's noses. I feel like that might have been a thing. I'm figuring that that was a call out to something that I'm not I'm familiar with. What? Were you referencing something? No, I wasn't. I was just saying Frank Zappa probably picked a lot of people's noses. That's I can't guess, see though. I can't I see know. Paul Simon going deep on on Frank there going Frank would go deep on going him, two two digits oh. down into Frank's <laughs> nose. I can't see it happening. I could <laughs> though, nose, considering though. the time, I true, could true. see them both absolutely chopping a line together. <laughs> so yeah, Maybe. that would make sense if we had to think about nose play and those two. I'd imagine both of them are pretty familiar with that concept. Man, I don't know. Zappa wasn't a drug guy though. He just had he a big nose. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't a big drug. Are guy. you? I know. I know he wasn't. But. I can't. Did he? Was he actually anti cocaine and stuff? He just was. It didn't do it for him. He liked. Yeah, he didn't, he, he liked didn't. cigarettes and hot dogs. I think. Yeah, cigarettes. Hot I know dogs, he didn't drink spaghetti. But yeah. Uh, coffee. Yep. Yep. Cigarettes. Just the coffee. classics. Wow. Yeah. Did, so Zappa didn't smoke weed. No, he tried it and yeah. it didn't do it for him. I think. Yeah, he, right? I knew he, he didn't give him a sore yeah. throat, and made him sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He had it in him naturally, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Oh no, that's a thing. It, it has the correlation between drugs and creativity. Like that's that's a thing that's got to die a death. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely not it's, necessary. It de- it, but it certainly helps close. some people get to a yeah, certain I, space. Wait, oh. wait, yeah, we were throwing know. throwing huge like hammers around. <clears throat> oh, I th- no. I'll throw that hammer. I'll throw it twice. No, no. Let me. Let me. No, no. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. Uh, I this is not my thing. Uh-huh. I mean, for me. I've tried a couple of ways of approaching being mm. creative. I certainly tried that kind of thing. Mm. It just for me, the way I'm creative, I I want to be super aware. I don't want to be at the same time. I don't want to throw it away. I've never gotten like you know completely you know completely wasted and tried to write something. I mean, for me, it just doesn't my thing. I'm not going to throw it out. I'm not going to say it's not. A, it may actually be a fantastic thing that I'm just not familiar with. Or I'm not really comfortable with. Yeah, it's just not, not my for you, jam. It's not for you, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to throw it away. And I, I am. I would absolutely support. Obviously, a lot of material that's come out of that. I think it. I think you got to put in some sort of some sort of uh, not disclaimer, but sort of a, a caveat. A, yeah, a caveat there. If what you're really trying to do is say something with your music or your lyrics or whatever that you're not comfortable saying and you need something to take away those filters and to take away those you know those blocks then yeah if you're trying to be confessional and you're not willing to go there or you just can't or you just those blocks are up yeah i mean i think all of us have known people who will you know down a couple of shots and then go up on stage and go just fucking destroy, right? And I think that's not healthy. I don't think fucking music could it's fucking care less. Too. It's yeah, a high wire right, act at right. best. But again, I don't think art and music gives a fucking shit. 
if that's what you have to do to make the art and music. I think art and music no, is I mean, like, hey, yeah, it. man, keep doing it. Yeah. Personally, if it's my friend, I'd be like, fuck you, stop doing it because you don't want to see somebody hurt themselves. Yeah. But I don't see that art is not protecting you. And I don't, I don't feel like you get a that you just get an, a, a free ticket. You feel free to disagree, but I don't feel like you get a ticket to being completely healthy, completely normal, living a beautiful long life with all the things that you want and also being a fantastic musician automatically. A fantastic oh, no. artist automatically. I you think wouldn't a get tremendous any, either of those of, things automatically independent, right. let alone together. And I feel like a lot, of, a lot of really fantastic art comes from really scary places in people, and I do think that some people depend on that shit to just break it down and that's their version of going there. And then maybe when they come back, they're just going to go, you know what? It came out of me. I'm just going to buy it. Or maybe that was an excuse. And the last step, I think some people just think it's fucking fun. If we're just oh, talking yeah. about getting high <laughs> yeah, or just, getting drunk, yeah, some people just want to get hammered and, and play music. Certainly and that's fun. totally yeah. fine. And, and especially, you know, if, 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 uh, you know, if, if pot is the way it, it appears that it is medically in that it's not that particularly damaging to people's brains and all that kind of shit. And if that's the case, then, yeah, seeing it as a recreational thing, I, I, don't, I can't see it as a problem. But if what you're getting at is, you know, there's there's a connection directly to to hard drugs and being a musician. Yeah, or I, I even agree. or even consuming really virtually any drugs and and yep. thinking that it's going to make you creative or right. when somebody does something creative there's that knee-jerk reaction to go well what was that guy on it's right. like well oh i see you, you don't necessarily need this right. to get there yeah right. you don't need this to get there at all and even if you did use this to get there guess what you just kind of all you did was scramble up the deck no that's it's right. it you're that's still true. dealing with the same deck of cards sure. right. actually probably took a few out when you did it <laughs> right you know what i mean the like joker's that's, still in there Right, I mean, it's interesting. You know, as long as the Joker's yeah, still in there, right. well, yeah, space. yeah. Don't forget the Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, you're you're adding something else in there, though. Someone who doesn't make art, who doesn't understand how it goes, yeah, it does look like this magic trick, yeah. and that magic trick's way easier Which, to understand if if it's those. Yeah, the guy just got fucking high and you know met his 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 water god, and here yeah. we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? That's way easier to so explain. They, no, they that just story makes it, it relatable to squares. Yeah, yeah, that would squares. Uh, I don't know, like like squares. people like no I, squares. I, I, okay. well, I don't know, like a lame person or yeah, like a, yeah, oh, like you a, mean people who, who non musicians, like a not yeah, a hepcat. Right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right. not opposed to a hepcat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm you just lost old timey slang here. Yeah, yeah, you mean L sevens? Sure. No, L sevens. I remember the band. No, no, no. That's this from the fifties. Look, I gotta put Mike down. Oh, oh, okay, okay. gotcha. L seven, yes, L seven. Because you make right. an L with one hand and a seven with the other. Yeah, I see what you're doing, and I then it turns into doing. a square. Wow, gotcha. Wow, that even pre- predates me. Yeah, that that's like some, a, some. That yeah. was a fifties thing. So. Cool. All right. So you want to play another song? I'm gonna play. <laughs> I'm gonna play another song. Right on. Uh, this one's called uh, Hermit Magic. Dumbstruck and standing where I stood You wouldn't believe it if you could And you can There's a way to call it out And knock into the good of every man Like you should And I can 
Johnny, give me a clue. Who is he quick, left-handed, leering loan? A kinky ass on get out. Do we wear a wig or let his head go bald? What is it called? Is it hermit magic turning stone to gold or getting the lead out? Call it hermit magic glow with me white hot. Call it heat. Coming up, boogie and alchemy. Cover up your eyes, forget the score. You won't need either of those lies anymore. Let the spirit cut those ties and lift you off the floor. Gliding high, flying sure. Two new eyes, honey, what are they for? Or is he quick, left-handed, leering alone? A kinky as all get out. Do it wear a wig or let his head go bald? What is it called? Is it hermit magic turning stone to gold or getting the lead out? Call it hermit magic glow with me white hot. Two new eyes, two new ears. Tell me what are they for? Or is he quick left-handed leering loan? A kinky ass all get out. Do it wear a wig or let his head go bald? Honey, what is it called? Is it hermit magic turning stone gold or getting the lead out? Call it hermit magic glow with me white hot. Call it heat coming off. Up in his lair with the bottles and vials all brimming with blue. It's so acrid and vile. One bottle stood conspicuous by virtue of its pisslessness. A tincture, a potion, a boogie lotion Casting the room in a pregnant commotion Setting his brain and his pelvis both Alight, alight, alight <laughs> Yeah that's, that's hermit magic Awesome That's beautiful Boogie lotion <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no missed accents in that one, huh? No, um, let me see. No, I don't know. It flowed, I flowed pretty solid, man. Put me, thank you. Thank you. Oh, God. I, I was wish listening I, for him. Yeah, no, because I hear them all the time in pop music, and then when I talk about it, people are like, oh, like what? And I'm like, like oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I should not open uh, my mouth. No, no. Oh, I'll bet you if you went like through the uh, the whole Celebrity Skin album, you'd probably come up with a bunch of them. <laughs> 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 yeah. I forgot that existed, man. <laughs> so did everyone I else. Forgot, yeah, I forgot that that existed. One guy remembered, and that's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, when I'm mixing, if I have to mix something that's you know big and loud and sort of hyper-produced, if yeah. it's that two guitars, bass and drums, oh, but okay. still mm-hmm. needs to sound like a fucking orchestra, mm-hmm. I will go yeah. to that one. every. That thing fucking, that song, Celebrity Skin, comes out of the speakers really? like fucking magic. That thing is... Mm-hmm. So good sounding. The song is whatever, but yeah. but the mix and the production on that is just you want to set that sound. For me, that was like right gotcha. there. There's a couple of there's so a couple got, of you got guitar left, guitar right, and then a filler guitar in the middle, or what do you? There's a couple of doubles, but it's also you're doing the Eddie Van Halen trick where you're where you're, you're taking one guitar mm-hmm. and then you're uh, running it through a delay. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna hear it in real time. And mm-hmm. then you're gonna hear a delay, say 40 milliseconds. Mm-hmm. You're gonna split those two things completely left and completely right. So okay. it goes 
like across from left to right. You hit it, and it feels like it's outside of the drums, mm-hmm. which is so fucking cool. So that's one guitar, right? So mm-hmm. then the other one you can just put in good, good. regular stereo or whatever, and they all phase together, and you just get this you know, of the sound. Yeah, yeah. Know. Cool. So that kind of those kind of tricks, or using a different reverb on the opposite side of each one. You know? Oh, nice. Okay. So like using just the right channel of whatever preset, you know, like a two twenty four, and then just the left channel of maybe out of the TC or whatever. Those kind of things, all those old fucking tricks, and those can kind of blend into the center a little, and you just sounds like an orchestra. The, those are old tricks to you and probably everybody else, but I'm like, I got to take notes. <laughs> oh yeah, like that's because I'm I'm always trying to. Fit. I'm like. So have you ever seen that movie Ed Wood? Of course. Yeah. Okay, I am the Ed Wood Jr. of audio engineering. <laughs> I right. anything well, awful yeah. that you could do, phasing, um, making duplicates of tracks and then setting them like five milliseconds apart to get an echo thing, but That's, you just yeah. end up getting a phase problem. Yeah. Like, yep, I'm the phase problem guy. Yeah. I boosted you boost the mid range to hear the vocals a little bit better instead of like subtracting some mid range from other instruments. I did are, that too. Are, these aren't bad things. They're oh, all fantastic. It was, things. I was pretty. It was pretty bad. Listen, I got some. Pretty I, if ugly if results. if you said right now, you know, kid, you got one more album in you. You can produce it any way you want. I fucking would not make it sound like one of those goddamn overproduced celebrity skin right. kind of things. But. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if you need to get that sound, yeah. right? There's another, uh, that's another thing. Once again, mm-hmm. if you can find something, for me, this is just this weird perverse thing that I like, which is like if it's perfect, except if you take one thing out of it, it just completely falls to pieces like a house of cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if it's a band that you just traditionally, stereotypically, everybody hates, right? So like um, the Creed song, <laughs> is it not wake up? What's the song? Uh, That's the one I was no, thinking no. of. <laughs> no, it's called What If. No, no, no. Fuck all that Where? shit. No, it's... it's <laughs> stick your bottom out. No. You what if you, you stick your bottom out. Wait, but just check it out, though. Listen. Okay. Bullshit song, right? It's Creed. So the poor guy just like does everything that I don't like with yeah. a lead singer yep. pretty much mm-hmm. in a list. He just ticks all my things I don't like. But once again, put the thing in your speakers, turn it all the way up. That's how you need to mix something if it's meant to listen, if it's meant to be listened to in a Toyota Tacoma with its stock speakers run all the way at full power while you're doing 75 down a back road in New Hampshire. By someone made of human clay. (laughs) Yes. Once again, you're pointing to the content. The content is not relevant. It's the sound. I have a tough tough time separating the content from the sound. I guess I never had a Toyota. <laughs> and and if you did, you probably wouldn't be you know <laughs> knocking back four Americas because that's what we call them. Yeah, now. Americas. And then for, at least and then for the summer, blasting, over now, you know, huh? blasting down at two a.m. doing seventy five uh, in the back roads. That's that sound though. That thing sounds so great. fucking good coming out of a pickup truck, right? Mm-hmm. So, but once again, like if you take if you just look at it without you know you have to kind of look it's like looking at the sun you can't look right at it if you look right at it it's like it's a shitty creed song right in the covenant if you look in the case of creed kind of yeah yeah but yeah i have i have a whole list of that shit 
You know one of my favorite songs uh, to listen to on speakers is uh, Slave to the Rhythm by Grace Jones. Oh, yeah. has <laughs> nothing to do with my experience of liking music at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how funny you but, think Slave to the Rhythm right, is. But the, if one of the best drum tracks ever recorded, ever, ever. Yeah. Just it's for that kind of thing, for funk, for just like right. you put a click on and that guy's whose name is Juju House. If you if you if you put a click on and that guy plays, you're done. Yeah. It you could shit all over the microphones and record that and you'd be like, Yeah, it's still a good dance song. Cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you, that's for me, I love the functionality of then the shit eventually slides off the, the mic, fish, and then yeah, the fidelity ensues. The so, so how about you? What about what about like those how you know those early you shit on no, the microphone? No, no. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, no, I'm sitting on your bit. You, you go, 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 shitting man. on my bit, man. Go. No, no, go. moving on. Uh, what about you? So, with those earliest things, what are the what are the first couple of things that you? What was the first album you bought? The first album that I bought, or cassette, or oh Jesus, or the fuck um, little guy. Okay, yeah. Mom and dad so, gave you some cash or you whatever. Probably so the first a better story. One, well, the that. first one I bought with my own money, I was 12 and that was Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. Nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love Black Sabbath. How did you know about it at 12? Oh, well, because I, I knew about Ozzy Osbourne because uh, my brother, my older brother used to listen to Ozzy Osbourne and they used to play MTV. I would listen to MTV nonstop. Right. Um, so his, his music videos would come on and I would be terrified. And, uh, but I like the music. Um, just not Ozzy's monster face. Yeah, just Ozzy's face. Yeah, it was terrifying. Well, um, perm. This is bad perm. Ozzy this years. This is this was bad perm. So this is ultimate sin. Yeah, tri- tribute. So that's how I found out about the Blizzard of Oz stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Release tribute. Uh, at that but, point, and, otherwise, and, but they would also film out. him like. They would do the cabinet of Dr. Caligari look and shit like that yeah, in yeah. videos. They like do all those. That was when videos all of a sudden became artistic. Sure. But they weren't really quite there yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah the, it definitely the, wasn't quite there yet. One, one out of eight was a Lita Ford duet. It was close. Yeah. A little back on. Eyes forever. Yeah. That yeah, would, yeah. That's a good song. That is some fucking that, classic he does, shit. No, he does some like turn face to the camera monster face. Uh, yeah. That yeah. kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, whatever. It's still good. Same vintage. Same vintage. Yep. Yeah, that was me. Um, so then I, you know, I used to listen to Ozzy Osbourne and, uh, you know, people used to buy me Ozzy Osbourne stuff and then, yeah, it was great. And, uh, and you know, tribute had paranoid and Iron Man on those. And I was like, oh yeah, I knew this, I knew this tune from forever. I don't know where I knew it. I just, you know, I'd heard it. heard it somewhere. Yeah. I'd heard it somewhere, whatever. Um, and, uh, my friend's parents were talking about Ozzy Osbourne. They're like, oh, you well, you've obviously heard Black Sabbath. I'm like, what? I just, I kind of, I know the name, but I didn't, I hadn't heard him. Right. And, uh, and they played me Paranoid. Uh, they played me, you know, War Pigs and the, the opening guitar thing. War and Pigs. Ozzy's, just, yeah. Ozzy's voice was so high, I remember. Right. And, and it was a weird, it was like kind of weird music. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was a little odd. I was like, it didn't, because most of Ozzy's stuff, like, yeah, it's heavy metal or whatever. It's really hard rock. Um, you yeah, know, Ozzy solo stuff is pretty stripped down. Yeah. Like it's pop music it's pretty, with an edge on music. it, right? Yeah, it's pretty, it's just like edgy pop music. Yeah. That was that was it. Um and uh and the Black Sabbath stuff was like legitimately kind of weird. Um 
So I remember not really knowing what to think of it. Right. But then, of course, I heard Iron Man. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize that, that was a originally a Black Sabbath right. song. Well, but Black Sabbath, too, and especially that sort of era, was there were a lot of sort of 70s bands that mm-hmm. coming into the 80s would embrace some sort of funkiness, you know, some sort of dance or some sort of... Or at least something. I mean, when Van Halen came along, obviously it was just swing music. Yeah. But well, Sabbath swung too. Well, but it, they just did right. slow swing, right. and they did it. But they did it like a good ten years before Van Halen too. I mean, it was just that big sludgy swing. But, you, that, but you're hitting it on the head. They weren't doing it in order to make the girls in the audience dance. It was yeah. like so that kind of era was when you say it's weird music it was weird music for a lot of reasons like it it was appealing to this one kind of idea and that idea didn't really music didn't really appeal to that Mm -hmm. in general unless you're going to got to see the fucking the ring or something you know the wagner for you know (laughs) six and a half hours or something like that that would appeal to it but yeah you know you'd have to go a long way to get what early metal was really appealing to yeah which was just just didn't exist. You weren't going to get that out of fucking Buddy Holly. You know, you weren't going to get it, you know, in the 50s at all, really. Unless, again, you went to something really, really dark and, and powerful in classical music, right? Yeah. yeah. What, what be, else? Yeah, be classical it would have music. to be classical music, yeah, right? Yeah, be classical music. Because where would you get that Sturm and Drung, you know, that big fullness, you know? From Sturm and Drung, yeah, right? from classical literally, music, yeah. Literally, you know, and yeah. so, yeah, it was weird. But at the same time, they're throwing away the whole idea of virtuosity and throwing, well, obviously... You know, as musicians, I, that's not fair to say because they were fantastic musicians. Yeah, but, I mean, but the idea wasn't they weren't. There. So they had the rough around the edges, sort of that thing that rock and roll had, like where rock yeah. and roll was issuing some virtuosity for power. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they they didn't necessarily not like having. I mean, every. When I talk to people about Black Sabbath, it's kind of funny because every, like the albums change, and as the albums get a little later, they get a little less consistent. Technical Ecstasy, I I really think is not very good at all. <laughs> um, Never Say Die, I like Never Say Die, Never but Say I can die understand. Is good. I can understand why people don't like it. Um, Title but tracks great. Uh, yeah, and the second track and the third and the fourth one's okay, and the fifth one is great too. It pretty much right through the end, right? I mean, it's. But so, yeah, it's definitely one that, that but it's a lot weird. of people don't like. Yeah, if you're li- if you're picking up Black Sabbath, thinking that you're going to get Children of the Grave, right. and Iron Man, and you get Air Dance, yeah, uh, that's no, not that's no, not really not the same, that's yeah. not going to be the same thing. Um, <laughs> you could make an argument that when they get to Puppet Show and Spinal Tap, and then they do their jazz exploration, that they may be picking a little bit on Black Sabbath. Oh, they're totally picking on Black Sabbath. (laughs) But it doesn't change... See, the thing is, it doesn't change the fact that through every single one of those albums, the one thing that's consistent, even though the quality kind of dips, you know, ebbs and flows... Is that Tony Iommi's guitar playing keeps getting better? That's awesome. that's yeah. the problem. That's right. why that's why I backed off the yeah, virtuosic his, thing like right his, away. Obviously, his guitar player got better and better all the way through Heaven yeah. and Hell. But yeah. it just it just wasn't Black Sabbath. It was, it was right, like right. It would it was difficult at the time to listen to. You know, I don't want to speak for you. For mm-hmm. me, it would be difficult to listen to classical music because that wasn't really appealing to you know what I was into. But sometimes it doesn't scratch that itch. You, no, you want right. to get you want to get to the 
yeah, don't bore us, get to the chorus kind of <laughs> feel. You know what I mean? Like but sometimes there's also there's just, a tri- tribal power to to way you know the, sure. the, the rock trio works. And yeah, the, the and singer the, and the drums being right there. Yeah, yeah. Right but it took now. a little while before you got you know the perfect singing of Queensrÿche and those kinds of things. Yeah, and you wouldn't. That's why it was cool. Like at the same time, you have Ozzy just shitting all over. It's like a Zeppelin. By the way. I love that shit. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want Ozzy to sing perfectly in tune. That's not the point. Yeah. That's what I'm. I'm calling. Oh that, yeah, no, that, you, that idiosyncrasy out as the point. Yeah, same Ozzy, thing with uh, like a Robert Plant, like right? A force you know? of nature. Yeah, Plant's right. just killing it, but he's really not worried about if he's in tune or not. You know, it's it's more like just right happening at the same at that moment. You yeah, know? it seems so. It seems so simple. You know that you're just doing it like just that's how it's supposed to sound, man. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was really thought out. I don't think the, that the band was going, oh, we're going to try to do it this way or we're going to try to do it that way. It just happens. I think that's my problem with, with yeah. Black Sabbath as it went on. It felt like they started to try to do, this time let's do it okay, this gotcha. way and this time let's do it that way. And it kind of lost it. But It's funny. As a musician, you want you want to be able to just make music. And, and, and it doesn't matter what you're doing. But in the audience, you know, the audience just wants to hear fucking war pigs yeah. over and over again. So you, you totally see both sides. Yeah, I mean, I you just you couldn't keep making war pigs over and over again. I don't. I mean, what, uh, there's a the joke stuff. there that I can't come up with, but someone would like to argue with you because there's got to be an example of a band that's made exactly the same fucking song oh, yeah, from AC/DC. the seventies. Okay, ACDC yeah, right? would like to argue with you. Um, no, they, they're proud of it, right? They're, yeah, they're proud like of it, some... and that's that's fantastic. Okay, that's ACDC, right? But that's ACDC. Sure, like, I see that's, what you're saying, yeah. That's that group, yeah. Um, kind of and, a cartoon group and it's in not, the first place, yeah. Yeah, and on top of that, it it's not a clear, it's not a perfect arc. Um, like you had periods of time where they even tried some different stuff. Yeah, but but lag, right? Yeah, yeah, and yep. and I don't know. That that's the thing with somebody like like a group like Black Sabbath is that they're going to explore more, but they were. Like they were sort of meant to be like, okay, well, no, you guys, you really, you're a poor man's Led Zeppelin. You kind of stay in the in the pubs with the ACDC stuff. Like, don't you know? But they they had legitimate jazz interests, yeah. not necessarily yeah. jazz. I mean, they're not playing over like crazy changes or anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, on the on the second album, they got a song, a, a an instrumental with swing. You know what I mean? Yeah, with rat salad. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. So it's like, well. Right. Is that is that oh they're gonna explore jazz now? It's like no, they're gonna play it more. <laughs> like right. I don't know. Right. That's that's so the you were, thing. So is you, that you gotta keep you gotta keep moving forward, but you're not always gonna be successful when right. you do it. So it's it's risky, but it's also risky and potentially like soul crushing to not make that risk. I mean, David Bowie gave up everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he he. I mean, he was blowing up with the Ziggy Stardust thing. He should have kept. Dressing up like a the transsexual alien. Yeah, but you jump a couple more and then he gets less dance, right? So I mean he finds you're right. But or or station to station. But how about uh but there's a lot of examples. I know that today it's not cool to talk about anymore, but uh band like you too went through like all of these different, you know, throws of different changes and some of the stuff was super compared to what they were doing pre- previously doing, unsuccessful. And then for me, I think they hit some astonishing highs in the process. And, they uh, got their album you know, on everyone's phone. Yeah, see, it always comes. <laughs> Sorry, I had right. to do it. I know everybody hates you too over a certain, you know, at, uh, over a certain date. I, I get it. I'm I, just I being get a it. Dick. I, I can't. I will. I can't. Some of the 
definitely maybe the top two shows. Top three. I've heard one of their shows falls in the top three. From a lot of people. Just, best ever. Love. Just where, where the, the experience, the shared experience of being there at the right time and buying into it was all you needed to know. And it just beat everything else. Now, you cannot use the word cool anywhere near this experience <laughs> at all. It has nothing to do with being cool. It was more like, I don't know. It was just it was which like being nice. in a, the perfect drum circle or something like yeah, that. Which you know? it's, yeah, which it's like it's nice to not have the experience. Cool. It was right. a massive community experience. Everybody or not, but the people that were remaining there at the end of the thing were buying it. It was not religious. It was similar to that. It was shamanistic or, or well, whatever. Just a like shitload that. of people having an awesome time, right? Well, I mean, you could well, do that I mean, at, at a, a jet bit, show too. Be, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe that's kind of a different thing. Yeah, yeah, it could be a little bit. You you go a little bit deeper than that, like and and that's. And that that's kind of the ideal, especially where you live in a, a modern or postmodern or whatever world where you don't have really like that that sort of culture anymore. You don't really have shared communal experience, sh- shared yeah. communal experiences, uh, rituals, really religion even like that's that's kind of gone by the wayside in a lot of ways. Well, it depends on how you look at it, but yes. Yeah. But I mean, like really, like it used to be a central figure in in. Everybody's community. life. And, yeah, and there's into, certainly some community. communities that that will will still that. But but I understand what you're saying, and I feel like um, anyway. But but we're getting off of it. So so there you are. You're digging the the, the Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. As a young person. oh yeah. What, what other types oh. of was it all just like super album. super metal for you at that at early age? Oh no, um, I really liked Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. Right, you right. an awful right. you lot. That, right, yeah. Um, I I had some Hollow Notes in there. Hollow Notes was tricky, right? Yeah. Produced by Todd Rundgren. Early Hollow Notes, well, really early, no. But then their first big stuff was produced by Todd Rundgren. So you and it's you can tell there's a lot of us kind of not played by, but really heavily influenced by Todd Rundgren too. Okay, I can so see that. Sure. That. Yeah. Oh, there was definitely a, a yeah. big deal because he was that really hands-on kind of producer. Yeah. Right. And then, so then you got a lot of chords and a lot of changes and a lot of, you know, they, I colors. Mean, depending were, on, if were, you listen to Private also, Eyes, maybe not, but you know. No, there's a lot of chords in Private Eyes. You know, you're absolutely yeah, that, right. There are a lot of chords. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no. No, you're Dar- absolutely right. Daryl Hall right, right, is a right, chordy right. son of a bitch. No, no question. That guy plays a lot of fucking <laughs> yeah. chords. Kiss on it's, my list when it goes from the B major yeah. to the B minor seven. Yeah. That's fucking great songwriting. Yeah. Oh, which, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he, they, yeah, he's yeah, corny yeah, right, sons right, right. of bitches. Yeah, yeah, I love me some Hall and Oates. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you can, you could find fault in a lot of different things. Yeah, don't, uh, don't get on, me wrong. I'm not, I'm not my, falling. I'm kiss, not finding kiss on my list. You know what I mean? The, the no. drum sounds not great. No, um, it's a, that's a, that's a, a genre thing or a time yeah. thing. And and look, the, the songs are fucking cheesy too. If you go lyric, just straight lyrics. You know, private eyes are watching you. They're watching your every move. It's not really. That confessional, you know, <laughs> it's not a lot of. Well, why would it? Ha- of, why does it have to be confessional? That's what I'm good. agreeing with you. That's I'm agreeing it with you. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Like, what? Why right. does it have to be confessional? Oates's to be mustache good. was awesome, right? Plus, you get the You got the cla- the double claps are just yeah. like iconic, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, but imagine coming up with that idea in your head. You're thinking, "Wow, that's really catchy." On the one hand, on the other hand. Oh Jesus! This is going to be really embarrassing. I know, if this doesn't exactly come off. Right. Like is that? <laughs> yeah. That's a little too yeah. much, isn't it? And yeah. that's a tough place to be. Yeah. That's a tough, especially if you got a lot of eyes, yeah. a lot of private watching eyes you. watching you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, then you've 
And then you got to do a video. Yeah. Well, that video was awful. Yeah. That video was just Is it as bad as the one, the, what's the Christmas one where they get the bad sweaters on? <laughs> Jesus. You know, I can't yeah, remember. I do. Oh, I'm talking about. Oh, it's, probably, um, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. I think it became a viral video, at least a clip of it. It's yeah, like because you have oats with present the, oats. It's like yep. eyes wide, you know, yeah. back oh. or something. Yeah. It's, oh. It's, it's oats. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> we don't like to show him, but we had to in this one. What Darryl's the hell is I, I could look it up. But yeah, that's that's the I'm gonna I'll have to look it up. The Christmas Hall and Oats song. There was a but everybody did Christmas songs in that. In fact yeah. they were like there would be like a charity Christmas song album and then all the people around at the time would put one song on it. So yeah. then that one of those would be a hit and that would be what everybody would play. At Christmas time and stuff. Yeah, it's low hanging fruit yeah. for a gift too for someone. Oh, you like music? Yeah. Here's the thing. It's like one of my one of my Irish Red music friends green. calls it uh, milking uh, bossy the Christmas cash cow. Oh, you're <laughs> gonna say milking Santa's teat? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think Santa's Mrs. teat Mrs. makes Claus, milk. Yeah, Mrs. Claus. Well, yeah. he's magical. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, he's magical. Like sugar frosting, maybe. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? <laughs> I bet you. I bet. I bet you Santa could lactate. Yeah. Think he would lactate sugar frosting. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? What else would He's he get? A bowl full <laughs> of jelly. Oh, you know what? He could. No, he, might, no. he might. This is going deep, really like, fast. It might, like, it might be more like whipped cream, to be could honest. Be, it might be, be like a, a kind of right. a frothier. Con- yeah, you got to charge him up with one of those nitrous yeah. crackers first, <laughs> and then he. <laughs> and how would you charge him? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just jam one of those cartridges right up his ass, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Santa! Come here. Oh, God. I gotta make hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> big, big old frothy dollop yeah. of yeah. <laughs> of Santa tea whipped cream. Basket of foam. You got oh. it, man. Wow. Oh, it's in wow. Santa tea. That came out of nowhere. Indeed. <sighs> See what happens when you invoke Holland Oats. Yeah, people Weird start talking happens, about Santa, man. man. Yeah, <laughs> the hell with a Necronomicon. It's just yeah. Holland Oats. Yeah. So I've I've been kicking this back and forth. We've done what? This is number seven podcast, yeah. and we have officially figured out about five percent how to be good. Right so far, we've got a good. Yeah, 90 you just talk about Santa. We're just just starting to figure this out. But, <laughs> and so you guys are being super patient with us. Uh, no, absolutely. I I want to contribute any way that i can possibly right so well, i've been kicking around in, in my head i'm not sure if i want to if i'm willing to commit to this but usually around this time this is where we ask about road stories oh yeah road but, stories but i can't i can't decide whether that's like it's good to have like a i mean i don't know i mean you know whatever bit. you don't have to force the segment but if it comes up oh i forced it already so yeah you know maybe and maybe we get time road for stories. road, road stories. stories well <laughs> it's just as fucking <laughs> It's just as fucking bad to be like, so listen, you know, you, you so, have any road have stories? Like, any everybody show? knows you're doing yeah. road stories, so you might as well, like, say it, right? Yeah, why not? Okay. Got any good stories? So, oh, the man, question I'm, is, well, first I'm off, so, did, first off, did, did you, did you play in bands when you were younger? When you, did you do that when, as a little guy, or was that something mm, you did No, later? no, it was all, it was always by myself. Yeah? So, always, yeah, it was always, um, well, no, I take that back, I take that back. Uh, junior high, I had a band. What was the um, band named? Lucky? We were Fifth Metacarpal. We were Fifth <laughs> Metacarpal. Our drummer had, okay, had his hand in a cast. Yeah. He had a boxer's fracture. Yeah. Ah. Right. So Briggs. it was a break of his Fifth Metacarpal. So Briggs, nice. I'm sorry. It looks like we're just going to need to have these bits because I just yeah, I love think so. these well, so yeah, much. Yeah, you just got to get the give band name them. out of someone. Right. Maybe the band names are yeah. just the best they're good. parts. They're always good. Right. 
Fifth metacarpal. Fifth metacarpal, yeah. That's hard to even say. I know. It's hard to spell. I've never been good I, no, at No, I love it. No, I love it. It's this, it. No, why is... It's not all about just, you know, if everybody, once again, if you just have to jam it tell into you a foam many... to go carton, that doesn't mean you're going to get it. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. it's got to be a little more difficult. But God, sometimes you just got to make something that jams into a foam to go carton. That's true. Like that's a, that, hey, look, I can't tell you how many times I've been called honky gazpacho. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of Christ. Oh, there are please. so many, there are great things that don't, there are great symbols. <laughs> Pizza doesn't go into a, a little foam cart. No, it, it goes, goes into, into a, a cardboard, cardboard, cardboard box. It a needs its cardboard. own special box, right? This is yeah. true. It is its own special true. box. There you it go. is its own special box. If you just box. cut it up into a bunch of right. little pieces You're and right. poured it I'm into a foam Mc, McD, McDelight sure. thing. Yeah, McRib. the hot McRib. side stays hot and the cold yeah. side stays Exactly cold. right. Yeah. What is that? The McDLT? That's the 80s thing. Yeah, McDLT. The McDLT. Yeah, if you just cut your pizza up and jammed it into a McDLT carton, it just wouldn't be as good. Jam it. This it bit just be. doesn't work no, at all. it doesn't. Anyway. People don't even know what styrofoam is. Burgers <laughs> don't come in a styrofoam thing. They, yeah, they haven't They haven't that. in a while. Yeah. They well, like if, many, you go to like, if you years. go to the shitty diner, it's still well. Oh, okay. So they have those in the shitty diners. The clamshells. Yeah, clamshells. Yeah. But you yeah, can get still get shit in in clamshells. You probably get fried clams in your. In you your probably clamshell, could. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They Although those are out. better if they're in those yeah. little red and white cardboard boxes That's that go I'm straight saying. up and down. Yeah. They're a little too tall, yep. so you can't really reach them when they're at the bottom. Yep. But that doesn't matter because that's where all the shitty that's ones are anyway. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And you're full by that point. I totally want fried clams now. <laughs> we can yeah, get them. After. Still in, it's still in season. Yeah. Still do it. What's that place in Ipswich? Bob's. Oh, Bob's clam hut. You know what I'm talking about. Ipswich. You know how you're driving to Ipswich and it's on the right and it looks like a it looks like a clam, uh, not looks like a clam. It looks like a clam box. It's called something's clam box. Okay, I am being so irresponsible. I have not looked up any of these things during this entire podcast. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to spend the entire podcast not looking anything up. Yeah, there you go. I'll go back to looking everything up next. Last pre Google, pre Google. It just sucks. Poor people listening. They're like, oh fucking. What place in Ipswich? No, I can just no I, I'm, I'm no like if you I'm drive to fucking what, Ips, what place in Ipswich? I have no idea. No, I'm in Bob, I'm Bob's Clam Hut. That's in Kittery. Yeah, I know that place. Yeah, that's, then that's not what I'm. Yeah, that's what's what the I'm place? Uh, there's, I don't know, man. I actually I have a very good friend who's <laughs> way bigger than me who is going to beat the shit out of me for not remembering this. Well, good. You deserve the beat down because you it can't is, remember. It's true. It is true. It is your fault. I get a little big for my britches. So wow. That's that's a fifth mil- fifth fifth metacarpal. metacarpal. Did you play yeah. guitar? Yeah, I played lead guitar. I played lead guitar and I wrote the songs for the most part. It's in junior high. Were you in a battle of the bands? Uh no no. Um, it was uh okay. So there was uh like a you know you, when you have your eighth grade graduation. Yeah, yeah, we we played that. Nice. Yeah, that was good. Uh, we played a couple of originals and we played Paranoid. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, I tried, and so I, uh, good. I tried, yeah, and I tried to, uh, I tried to show off, and I, I tried to put the guitar behind my head and play. And uh, I remember I hit myself squarely in the forehead pretty hard <laughs> with a with a little Gibson Les Paul Studio. It's about twelve pounds, so it's a Les Paul Studio is not over a your little. head. You hit yeah. yourself. That's an oxymoron. There's no such thing as a little Les Paul Studio. The well, thing it was is fucking heavy, man. It's heavy. That's okay. So it's not. It wasn't big but it was heavy it's, it's dense. dense it's dense yeah, yeah it's probably mahogany or something it is it's mahogany with a maple top oh, god damn right that's some that's heavy mahogany guitar. with a maple top and i think a rosebud i've rosebud never liked les pauls that's just not my thing man some oh, i'm not 
obviously the fucking beautiful guitars, but this is not my thing. It but, depends wow. on what Maybe on you just ball. never hit yourself in the head with one. Yeah, you got to hit yourself in the head with one at least several times. Wow. That's... I mean, well, to, to be honest, you, you actually, you have to have, like, at least... You have to have some severe brain damage in at least... 20% of your brain in order to be a lead guitar player in the first place. You're a keyboard player. You're never going to get there if you're a keyboard player. <laughs> you're right. If you're a natural keyboard player, you're never going to get there. You're, you're never right. going to love that Les Paul. I'm going to take that as a compliment. So. You, you better take it as a compliment <laughs> because, because that's what it is. Because, well, actually, it, it, not even necessarily that's what an, keyboard players an implicit do. Co- if, compliment. If, it's if, more of a, an, impli- yeah. an explicit insult if, to if, lead guitar playing. Because, oh my God, am I a fucking knucklehead? I, I've carried that over forever. Like, I won't learn a whole song all the way through. Like, okay, I learned the riff, I learned the fun bits. And uh, okay, I'll learn a couple of the chords. Eh, fuck, I don't even learn the chords. Right, I don't even it's, learn the it's, voicings. It's right? funny you're 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 a bit of a unicorn honky here. It's like you got you're a unicorn a, honky. No, you're a, you're a I woke am. you're a woke lead guitar player. Most people <laughs> like you're self aware. Like you're actually you know that that's the case. Usually with the guitar players, everyone else is saying that about them, but they don't. They have no that. idea. They're all Dave <laughs> Navarro, right? But oh yeah, right. But yeah, colonics. No, but Who? so the thing is, no, but Dave Navarro is a unicorn too because he's one of those guys. But he's an unbelievable guitar right. player. Everyone else is Dave Navarro except for the guitar playing. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. And and so That's most what of the you other want people on your bio, right? Dave, Dave Navarro, Navarro except, except I can't for play the guitar. guitar right? <laughs> I think <laughs> I when I play leads, it people would still like give I'm you a chance though. That's true. On that, based yeah. on that, like except for the guitar. Well, oh, wait, but we need a sex appeal. The guy, let's let's put it. Put it on the table. Yeah. That guy is still going to pull more chicks after the show. Sorry, being super sexist than any keyboard player ever has. So. Oh, yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah it um, doesn't matter if you if you are Dave Navarro, but you can't play the guitar. You're still going to be the guitar player. So anyway, I just I'm complimenting you on your wokeness. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> woke acidity. My woke My woke acidity. So what were when 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 you sort of like fell into like more harmonic really colory music what was that did it come out of hollow notes or was there was there like another oh. stage there because you're yeah. you're playing some awesome yeah, chords there's a lot of chords it's just so many chords did you do this by yourself did you have like te- did you go to you know well, i mean i had guitar lessons for like a year year and a half so yeah, they, it's funny i'm listening to you i'm going like you did this yourself they show they showed me some um like like some of the the other bar chord shapes, so I didn't have to learn as many shapes like on the fly. So <laughs> yeah. like if I wanted to play in different keys, like you got to learn your your fretboard. Yeah. Um. But then you know once you learn like the basic shapes, you just move them around the neck and yeah, I know. Like yeah. it's it's real. It's knucklehead stuff. It's real it's, easy. You can you can spend all day adding fancy names to all it's the harmonic interchange between the one and the three minor which is only going to work if you stay out of the lydian and fuck all that shit it's like you still went from here to here yeah you just explained it and that's there's nothing wrong with explaining i think it's you could support both sides but yeah well it's it's nice to figure out so i like like if you can if you could I don't know. I mean, just like, for example, I don't know, something as simple, simple, uh, like respiration, like just anything like breathing. Right. Like, y- as long as you're doing it, you don't necessarily care how it works. Right. But they know how it works and they can explain it to you. So now you have extra knowledge. Well, the, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, that, that doesn't that doesn't hurt. Like, yeah. that's, a, that's a good thing. But also to follow 
what I do for a living, you have to. I do it very quickly, right? So the because it's always a contract, it's always under under some sort of deadline. And so I think to follow your analogy out, if you do understand it, when there's a problem with your breathing, someone can come in and go, okay, this is all you need to do, and you're solved, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, this is what your disease is, or whatever that kind of thing. And so I think to be honest, that's where the the sort of hyper education with music and stuff comes in it's not i don't think you make better music as a result of it i think it's just it makes the solutions come a little quicker you have a lot more answers yes okay i would definitely agree with that yeah but i'm gonna say that but um, i do you know what i because when you play with those ideas um like that can encourage you that can give you other ideas and encourage you to explore in a more intelligent way as opposed to like Oh, I want to play some other chords, but my hands just keep falling into the same patterns over and over again. Yeah, I think you don't sometimes necessarily, you do have to make yeah. a leap out into right. something weird that's not comfortable for a little while. Right. Um, not to not to throw it back too far, but I think that that's why some people just get high as fucking hell when they go play the guitar and they try yeah. to do some new shits. But I think there's a lot of ways. Yeah, to Yeah, they're get not there. changing. But then right. that's the thing is that you're not changing anything that's happening here necessarily. Right. A lot of people are trying to get out of their own way or right, whatever right. It happens. Yeah. But but to follow you up, yeah, I feel like yeah. there's a, no. Other, but the funny thing is, like the more, you know, the 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 deeper you from in my experience, the, the deeper anyway that I get into trying to explain and try to go through and you know all jazz harmony and then you know sort of like through upper structures and then through all of these explanations and then all the different genres and explaining you realize you know it you almost put melodies together arbitrarily at the end at the end of the day to make a to make it maybe a little easier to understand uh it painting wise the little kid who goes, grabs her hand and plucks it right into the blue, and mm-hmm. then just goes smear, 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 smear onto the, onto the paper, uh-huh. is basically doing the same thing they're going to do when they're 90 after a lifetime of still lives and modern and all these things. What they're doing is they're finding a way to express themselves in some sort of innocence, mm. and then all of the rest of the stuff that goes along with it seems to be a, a a different form of communicating it. But if you take away mm. that initial concept, mm-hmm. if you're just painting every single line on the every on the sail of a ship, like you see when you're driving up to Old Orchard Beach and you see these paintings on the side of the road and it's got every single thing you could ever want in a ship painting. All of the little lines are all drawn in perfectly and it's all that and you look at it and there's no life there. It's no. done it's a perfectly executed ship painting with no life at all. Yeah. And you look at you know some of these simple, you know, um, you know, watercolors or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it's six or eight lines, and it all you can see is everything in the whole world. You know, I feel like that's the funny part about educating yourself with music. You can, yeah, but like what we're like I said, like what I took out of your first song, there were some words, and obviously you get some you get some translation, but for me, it's the feeling of it. That's it. Go ahead and try to explain that in right in you know left brain terminology. Yep. You know, well, it's a it's a it's a combination of uh, uh, 
accents on the upstrumming. He's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. Not what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's he goes to the kind of goes goes to the major third in the middle. And it has a lot yeah, of catching fuck up. That to shit do. too. It has a lot, but it has a lot of catching up to do. That's <laughs> so you. I think you could do it, but it's got a lot of catching up to do, right. and it's sort of. It can be beside the point if you're not if you're not coming at it for the right reasons and. Generally speaking, I think you're right. Um, most of the, in the sense that most of the reasons that you would even analyze that is when something's going wrong. You generally don't right. analyze something when it's going perfectly right. Wow, you make a really you know good what I mean? Point. Like, that's like right, you're that's gonna, right in front a, of everybody. It's but a right. remedial. It's you a don't remedial. Analyze thing. what you're doing. That's correct. Yeah. Damn it! Damn yeah. it! That's a because why? Because really why would you? Because I'm doing that correct. Okay, I don't worry about yeah. that. I good. like that. Except when you do it correct for too long and then it becomes uncorrect well, somehow another, and then another, you're like right, yeah, yeah, that, that be, right, the yeah. thing you did correct three years ago is now a problem yeah. which is that's the slippery part that's that's why so many people i think are musicians for years and years and years and they're still not, never get it's like the longer you're there the longer you realize you have to get well, I mean, somewhere it, and yeah. then you realize that you're never you're never gonna get there like you keep putting this little art that's the thing that's arbitrary is the goal that you're putting uh if anything the melodies um they seem so, somewhat arbitrary um certainly if you tried to analyze them um rational thought hasn't come up with a good explanation i think it's a human shape i think that there's a human shape that it's too big for us because it's just something that's so inherent in us that we're never going to be able to really corral that or find it. Well, it goes to one of the things that which you is said. exciting. It's kind of you applied you applied a couple of rules to, for example, the way you were talking about lyrics and melody and and how you sing, mm-hmm. which is that you would prefer mm-hmm. that the cadence of the melody and the general flow of the melody was natural to the words that you chose to sing. Now, correct. There's there's that's fantastic um if you take something like uh whatever i, I break that quite a bit well no but. of course no but I'm, no 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 but what i'm saying is so it drives me to, nuts to, to follow it, it everywhere out, now following it out though you can look at like you know whatever messiah you know hallelujah you know you're like okay, great you know th- that's obviously an example of using melisma so that you're not going to be doing that right so you can support all of these different artistic techniques mm-hmm by applying your first rule, mm-hmm. I'm going to say something, and therefore I'd like this to sort of match up. You can create an objective goal. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you take that away and you put yourself into the subjective again, now I really don't care what notes go with this. Great. That's kind of what I mean by it being arbitrary. Since you have the choice mm-hmm. between being objective or subjective, mm-hmm. the end product is relatively arbitrary because you could have done either of those things at any time times all the possible choices. So when you just back out and then you add in the idea that you're trying to be, quote, original, which no, I'm not talking about your, you in particular. I'm just saying, well, that's a really could hard very well one. well be too because that's <laughs> no, also but a that's thing. A really, that's there's, a thing. There is no combinations left. Okay, let's just get over it. it they're, they're all done. Okay. E- Wait. Just mathematically. I'm not talking about in terms of okay. music. I'm talking about if you broke down a melody into just the numbers that they are. People have gone from G to all of the other notes, period. Then they've from that note, they've gone to all of the other notes. You're going to have to go like 
25 places out to find something that nobody's maybe not that many 12 12 or 15 places out that were before people have right precisely 12 to 15 places but the point being that even if you did what have you done sort of went arbitrary there the the thing that makes something original isn't the math behind it okay i see what you're saying you know or or if you believe that it is i'm sorry to break it to you people who are doing this but you know there are many, many monkeys in front of many, many musical keyboards making many, many melodies, and I'm certain they've done that group. Now, of course, you add rhythm and inflection and intention yeah, and that's accent. A, that's and that's the thing is that you're adding that's a right. lot of things. Right. Um, because if and, not, all blues songs would all sound exactly the yeah, same. It's, and they and, don't. It's kind of it's one of those things where it's a fractal thing. So it's like yes, it's that's like a great. It's word. like it's like snowflakes. You know what I mean? Like each snowflake might literally be distinctly different than any other snowflake. Each fingerprint might literally be distinctly, minutely from every fingerprint for anybody who is either currently alive or maybe even has ever been alive. But it it's still a fucking snowflake. Sure, you know, yes, it's still it's a fucking fingerprint. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right, it's still right. Like it still kind of is what it is, and yeah, there are just, certain things yeah. that kind of work and certain things that kind of don't. Yep. Which, which, you know, that's again like it, you can't be too arbitrary with a melody because it it really won't fucking work. Like it has to have that weird. It's this human shape thing. I don't know what it what else to call it. Um, yeah, I'm not saying the composition of it is arbitrary, and I'm not saying that the result is arbitrary. What I'm saying though is just taken, you know, digitally, just taken as a math exercise. Oh, okay. I see, I would I think you, I see. What you you're could saying. kind of come into the same station from the other side and say. You could take pretty much any set of notes and make them into beautiful music, right? So, in other words, you can throw the dice and go, it's going to go da 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 And you're like, okay, great. Now, that sounds a little bit like a Hawaiian thing, plus maybe a little bit like maybe a tenor singing to his love. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then you're like, yeah. oh, well, maybe if he vibrato-da, that will now, and I hold that note out, and all of a sudden you've taken... You know, that's thing. This is, you know, sort of, uh, it's sort of basic, you know, music philosophy 101. But the cool thing about it is that when, when I heard that first song, hmm. I remember how it felt. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's not, not, no, I mean, I'm obviously validating your choice of notes for melody. It's not that. It needs that. No, yeah, that's... But you didn't but that's deliver not, that's not that. what you're going to think. That's, yeah, you didn't that's deliver not what it. you're What you delivered was this song. Yeah, and in and, fact, if you're thinking that, then there's something wrong with what I did, probably. Well, that, but that, again, that's your choice, yeah. right? The second song, same thing. Mm. Totally got the feel. Totally got the, the words, the unexpected words stuck out, mm-hmm. right? So I got some of those. I came up with the second one going, that was fucking great. I totally want to hear it again. Like the second one was the one that I want to listen to five or six times and kind of dive into, figure out what's going on. Why did you say that? Why did you get that? Because I didn't get the words that led up to the ones that stuck out. I kind of want to go back and read through that one a couple of times. That's, yeah, and that's tough too when you when you have kind of comp- complex prose data. Um, it's just it's a lot of words and they go by kind of fast. Like I really like Latin music. Are you, are you presenting that like that? That's a bad thing. That's well, it's tricky because it you don't under you're not going to understand the words right away. But so if the that, words that, are a selling point, you have to make the music simpler. You but if you said, make the if, music if, complex, if those, oh, take those ifs out, and it's great just the way it is. 
that's that's like saying every novel has to read quickly on a beach. Like that's bullshit. Like no, no, man. <laughs> God damn no. But is but it's Thomas Pynchon would have something to say about it's this. So, but it it becomes. I often wonder if it's too demanding of people. If it's too demanding all, of people, you, I think the only thing that someone could do is offer span. their opinion in return, right? I mean, you can't. Right, you're not sure. going to be able to get a good. Yeah, there's and my no opinion right is, answer, right? Fuck that shit. <laughs> all right, well, thank you. I, I love the idea that there's well, this a is song the stuff that comes naturally to me, but yeah, well, it, then, it doesn't well, sound like do it doesn't it. always sound then like do the, it. Yeah. the most natural to thing. It's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of prose data. It's a lot of chords. It's a lot of it's wide melodies. It's like everything that you could have for complex me. It's almost like I went down a checklist. And it's like, do you have a wide melody? Yes. Do you have a lot of fucking chords? Yes. Do you have an awful lot of words that some of which are weird that nobody's going to catch on the first time? Yes. You double check that one. Um, <laughs> like, it's I, blame it's the just, fucking delivery system. Don't blame. Don't change the song. Don't change anything. Well, and the, I don't mean blame you the, the delivery the, system. No, I mean like the delivery system in that case is this is something I want to hear a bunch of times. Yeah. So put it yeah. in a delivery system where I can where, hear it a bunch, a of, bunch times. of times. Correct. Yeah. I like could a make Subaru the art- commercial. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're knocking the non sequiturs right Sorry. out of the park. Sorry. No, they're beautiful. Being a dick. No, you're not. You're killing them. No. Like a Subaru commercial. <laughs> yeah. You know, was, a lot of people would was, hear it. <laughs> I have to say, on the last the Almanac Mountain podcast, I was listening. And you just kept cracking me up. Yeah, I was laughing it. my ass off. Oh, good, thank you. Oh my god, I was dying a death. It was so <laughs> I'm glad funny. You survived. It was so. Fu- I barely <laughs> did. I'm sorry, man. I'm I barely li- did. I'm lifting that one. I dying bar- a death is now in my lexicon. I barely, I barely survived. I don't even know how. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm not even convinced that I'm here tonight. Cool, um, man. You really are. Okay, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you really are. I, yeah, I got to do those reality checks. To, like, yeah, I, okay, I, I, I can I, I'm, I'm trying to. I can drop a joke every now and then, but I'm smart enough not to compete with with breaks. It's oh, just, he is just yeah, so you can't cut. Touch him. Well, it's not even a thing that you would compete with. It's just like he's just gonna. It's just you're gonna say a thing. You'll say whatever the hell you're gonna say. He is, and then he's just gonna drop that thing. And you're gonna, then you're going to pee a little like in your pants. Like that's pretty right. much what happens. Like that's, I'm going for yeah. poop though. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> You'll get there. Cool. You'll Thank get. You. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know you can always be a little tighter. <laughs> you can always be a little tighter. You're right. You're right. You can't always be a little tighter. Always aim for poop. Yeah, always aim absolutely. for just a little bit of poop. Yeah. Do you have an example of a? Uh, well, how about let's ask you a different question? How about this? poop? Have you? Do you? Do you go to see? Uh, especially when you're younger, did you go to see shows? Did you go to rock uh-uh. shows? Oh, I didn't. You can't get into the shows because when the when stuff was happening. Uh, which I'm told was the 1990s in Portsmouth, um, you know, closest <laughs> to me. Um, I, I mean, I don't know because I was playing Little League Baseball yeah. um, poorly. Um, well, I mean, I didn't hit very well. I was an all right fielder. But, uh, you know, I I was not – that wasn't a There's thing. There's definitely I, not I got, a lot of space got, for cassettes. young folks to yeah. go see. Yeah, because it, it's, all, it's all bars. It's yeah, all right. It's all 21 plus – uh, in a lot of places, did you That's did you grow tough. into that? Did you start going to shows later on? Are you a, are you are you just a concert goer? I am not a concert yeah. goer. There's I, a lot of musicians who are just not going to go out and see a lot because a lot of I'm concerts not, are I'm are sort even, of you know they're just sort of commercial bullshit to be direct. 
Well, even if they weren't commercial bullshit, even if they were like the next coming of Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band right. every Thursday night. It's not your thing. Um, I would have a tough time making it every Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I just, that's the thing is I don't even go out that much. Yeah. Like performing, like I, I like to perform, um, but I really like to write. Right. Like I like to write. I like to make records. Like that's fun. How do you um, record your material right now? Do you record uh, on a Cork D888? Um, which Whoa. is a, a okay. Little... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Both of us are getting gear woodies. One more time. <laughs> no, you're not going to get a gear woody. No, we that. are. It's I'm already there, man. Exactly Korg, what you're talking about. It's a Korg D888, not not DA88. It's a D888. So it What's is the a recording medium. It is a. It is digital. Right. It is a standalone eight track no, I, recorder yeah, yeah. with eight virtual tracks. Yeah. Uh, on every yeah, fader, like a hard drive. Yeah, and a hard drive, okay. and that's and that's what I what I do. Uh, what do you I've do good. when the when you when the hard is it a, cards? What's the storage medium? Oh, the storage medium. Uh, There's an internal that, hard drive. That internal hard drive, and then I awesome. export it to the computer. That's what I'm saying. You 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 pop it off onto a regular hard drive. Yeah, that's right. that's about it. But I don't do anything like I don't pop it off to the regular hard drive and then do a Add lot of stuff in post. Right. Like yeah. I don't like. You know, applying compression and EQ and all that, like that's why I'm yeah, saying one this or the good, other. Maybe that, no, that's I'm, the gear woody. Look, yeah. I mean, I have, I love, I have the fucking apogee shit. That's not the gear woody. Every that's you just buy that shit. Mm. It is no challenge in doing what I do. You just throw a microphone in front of it and put it up, and, and assuming that you play it pretty well and the the mics are are you know placed relatively decently in the no right place, it's going to sound fucking the, the same thing. Too hard. Yeah, it's just going to sound like it. Yeah, right, but. This is the shit. Like when you have this, I don't know. The, the whole thing is. It's I don't know. It's like it's like the original. Um, you know, um, uh, the three rappers with Trugoy and Trugoy the Dove and um, come on. <laughs> Drawing a blank. I'm sorry, man. You're, so, you're not. It's, it's your so favorite rap band. Watch out. You're gonna funny. pull the pull Thank the thing off. What's the fucking even, even funny when I can see it? Christ. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> The pe- peaceful, him. peaceful three rappers. It's been a long day, man. Peaceful three. Are you talking about the Beastie Boys? No, way more peaceful. They're relaxed and pa- pa- oh, they're pa- actually of pa- pa- This is and and true guy. That what's the fucking the three? They're singing about love and shit. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm, I'm dropping the ball once again. Delisol. Oh. So anyway, oh, I was gonna say it. And then I was like, it could not You can't give me I was going to say it. Oh, sorry, sorry. How much more? What are the three? One of those. Okay, wait. Bottom line is, those guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the story really needs to be re... I need to jam a nitrogen cartridge up this thing's up ass. This in thing's ass. Here we go. In order to get the whipped cream <laughs> right going. Santa's the, taint. The, the teat cream, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway... Dillasol has a new album and it came up on my Discover Weekly. Oh, okay. And it's okay. I mean, I like it. I, in fact, I actually really liked a couple of parts of it, but I didn't like it because of the way I used to like Dillasol, which is logical because they're sure. all old now. But anyway. Well, so are you too, right? Oh, I mean, so that's you, the tricky so thing. Yeah, no. I have a friend who's, 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 who's just getting right now into like samples and making loops and shit. And, uh, and he was talking about, you know, hearing that album and, and all that. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I remember there's a, there's an, um, there's a documentary, an MTV like bit on yeah. Dilla Soul really early on, like okay. back when they got signed. And the cool part was it's basically they show like they go into the dude's living room and he's got like the old Akai, 
yeah, yeah, MPC, yeah. right? Oh, which yeah. is what everybody had. Sure. He's got like a, uh, you know, like a, a record player, you know, regular old LP player. Turntable. Regular old turntable. Mixer on the top, couple of mics, and that's it. Yeah. But it, let me be more specific. That is it. He, oh, that's not true. Underneath he has like underneath, crates of records, though, right? That's true. No, he had one more thing. He had the, um, he had like a, uh, I, I have one. It's like an S6000 or like an S5000, not a Rakai. It's like, like a bigger one the, one, the, the 3.5 inch disc one that you put it. Yeah, disc yeah, and it, and it sits in your rack. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And so anyway, so that, but that's it. So what he would do is so, the dude who was like, uh, you know, was interviewing was like, how do you do this, right? And so he just grabs something out of the, of the bin, puts right. it up. And then just goes, and then you hit record, and right, yeah. and so like, and he plays a little piece of it, <laughs> and he goes, explaining the concept. No, and he's like, and he's like, and he's leaning up against like the like the rack piece. The piece is like yeah. in the rack, and it's really low, so he's like yep. not even. It's un, it's awkward the position he's in. Sure, you know, you think he'd pick it up, and he goes, now you just got to find the loop, right? And so he yeah. just moves it back and forth until he finds the loop. Then he pops it up, come pushes it up on the on the mixer. Yep, and he's like. There you go. And you're like, oh, my God. Whoa. That's like, he's it, brilliant. At, just genius at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the simplest thing. Right. This is the simplest thing that everybody ever who ever made rap music wanted to do. Yeah. And that's it's so easy, and he just killed it. Right. Perfect. The reason why is because it's not... He didn't have all the equipment in the world. He has all he's got is sure. a fucking turntable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Limitations are good. And a that's lot of time. and that's what I mean by getting yeah. a gear woody about the shit. It's like the whole thing. And they just pick up the fucking microphones, yeah, which were like what we're talking it. into. They're like fucking fifty yeah. eights. You know, yeah. it's exactly yeah. what it is. I'll have to turn that down. <laughs> sorry, 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 man. Sorry, man. But yes, clipping. No, no, but no, but actually, it's, it's all good. We've been clipping the entire time. anybody, cool. uh, anybody okay. who's been keeping in the this, red. I've I've clipped it like twenty two times here yeah. myself. Wow, well, bragging, tricky. bragging. That's tricky. Uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. You know, I have the clip, the yeah, voice yeah. of clips. But oh, there you go. Oh yeah, there's you the radio real voice. close. Yeah. The proximity no, but, effect. But, but but I mean, obviously, we're beating it to death. But that idea of it being so limited means that. All of the rest of the shit doesn't come in. I mean, I right. have we all have friends who are like, I'm not fucking cutting a vocal on anything, any mic that costs less than fucking six thousand dollars, you know. And you're like, yeah. God damn it! Like, <laughs> stop. Really was recorded on a three hundred dollar microphone. I, I'm SM, saying, SM7, right. how about you know? Look at yeah. people love Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel had had for a long time. Real World was like one of the most advanced studios. Really yeah. heavy, really powerful equipment. Really modern approach towards everything like that. Fucking watch him, watch those, you know, examples of him singing, you know, during during his sort of his heyday, that second heyday with yeah. all the big hits and stuff. Dude's holding on to two 57s taped together. <laughs> sure. He's in the control room with those in his hand. Yep. I mean, no I'd pop rather... filter. No. He spent a full $210 on that setup. I'd rather hear a great singer through a shitty mic than a shitty singer No, but the point is, great this, is, is, a great, this is a great singer, too, arguably right? a great singer, and he has the great mics right in the room right next to him. Yeah. But he's using this because it sounds good. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. You. It's results. 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 So, yeah, I love the idea. You're looking at something that's got eight tracks. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have. That means you're going to have to ping pong, right? You're going to have to bounce things down. Kind of. Or um, not. Or just suck well, it up. And right. So or I, just make it you know, eight. So, right? what, I, well, so eight. What, I, yeah. what I do is I have eight virtual tracks. So, each one of those tracks has a separate eight subtracks. Oh, right, right. So, so I'll, I can... 16 total? 64 total. Right. 
Each so I can, subtrack has each track that's has like a track subtracks. Yeah. So what you end up with is eight. <laughs> you yeah, it is trackception yeah. pretty much. Uh, so what you end up with is sixty four tracks. I generally don't you use more than thirty. Um, but like, when you say thirty, you're talking about a stereo tracks taking two of those. Yeah, a lot of times I end up doing monos, like just doubles as opposed to stereo. Um, that, but once again, there you go, right there, right. Yeah. So you walk over to you know this this scene I have over here, the stuff we're recording on right now. We're recording yeah. on the machine that I use to make you know some you know, these big productions and stuff. And yeah, that's a all, nice setup. Well, but one of the problems is you can run what two hundred fifty six st- stereo tracks on it, like yeah. so. That's a Let's problem. Plug everything in right yeah. now. That's can we a do problem, it? Can we do right? It? I want to do it. Exactly. Can we do it? Right. It turns into just bullshit yeah. right away. Yep. You've missed the point. We forgot. I want it feels eight good. mics on the floor, Tom. Can you do exactly that? Right. I want one over each lug, top and bottom. <laughs> you can yeah. do it. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. totally. You know what that is? That's totally creative, man. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Oh, my God. You know have a nightmare. No. No, man. No, no, no. No, no, no. You just got to get out the ruler and some string and we'll measure it and it's going to be awesome. Overthinking it, man. If you just put them up, think about it because they're all in a circle. Yeah. So whatever. 60 degrees. Well, no. No, only it's, it's 360, but it's not in 3D. It's in 2D. But think okay. about it. That but means it's 2D that, times two, man. But top and bottom heads. How many? Yeah. D's no, no, no. We can't do that. No, 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 that's like a lot of D's. It's a lot of D's. That's a lot it. of D, and I love the D. Everything, yeah. everything that's out of phase. A lot of D. <laughs> my floor tom can take an awful lot of D. Everything that's out of phase on one side uh-huh. is in phase on the other side, and every side has another side, oh, so it's man. total sum zero out of phase. In fact, if you did it perfectly. Theoretically, it should make no noise at all. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I'm afraid silent. of. You know what? I'm going to call you out a little bit. I'm not calling you out directly, Honky, obviously. But <laughs> we keep talking about phase nightmares, right? Everybody, this is funny because I run into this all the time. Like, oh, I'm so worried it's going to be out of phase. Okay, hang on. You know like that switch you have on your guitar? I don't have the switch. Yeah, but I, that's okay. the thing. I have to worry about it because I don't even have the switch on my channels. No, but I'm saying on the your, switch you have, you have on your guitar. You have an electric guitar with a switch on it. It's the point of the the, the middle well, the thing five, between the, the five two switch on the strat is what you're talking about. How about the about, three right? switch on the strat? The one in between the two. Yeah, the that's the back. five. That's the five switch. There's yeah, three saying, pickups. Yeah, there's no, no, even if you have only the three, even if you can three, that's where the five came from. In the middle, jam the three in between. Right. The point is the one in the middle is out of fucking phase that's the whole point yeah so it sounds good when it's out of phase well it's not wicked out of phase no it's a hundred percent out of phase if you had them at the same spot which you don't and it takes a certain amount of time to go from the thing and plus when you're in the middle you're getting an equal amount of but but the bottom line is it's not cancellation well i have phase switches on my guitars too which they'll sound like that that's why it's good the thing that's good that one yeah but it it's a specific sound, and when you try to put that in a mix, it almost sounds like a guitar, like a, a very trebly guitar with an air bubble in it. Yeah. Like you get that. It's a, Why is that a bad thing? Uh, it, it can be really tricky when you're making harmonies and having this air bubble thing. It creates an odd yes. spatial no, I'm not arguing. That. What, I'm, yeah. what I'm saying is, but what, yeah. what is a wah? I mean, I still all a wah basically does is the same thing. It's just basically throwing part of it out of phase and then moving it up and down through the EQ, well, right? So it's just going through the. It's that's an EQ thing, though. It's right? a, ba- a band pass, yeah, right? Okay, or or a band cut. But the reality is that that's throwing it out of phase. All EQ throws everything out of fucking phase if it's in stereo. 
So, yeah, I mean, so the bottom line is the whole approach towards something, again, if you are just saying anything that's out of faith sounds bad. No, no. No, I no, mean, I know you're not. I'm, but I'm just, like I'm just talking but, about but No, but like then you can't really have two wanted. symbols standing next to each other yeah, either, right? Because that's the whole point, right? But See, I would do less drum mics in general like yeah. I, because it seems like you, you just would be way better off. It's way less confusing. Yeah. I mean, if, it depends what you're going for. Too, yeah, it though. is. But if you're interested, there is a and, – and uh, we could do it off off – you know, offline, but uh, Albini has a setup with three mics that he uses for a lot of shit. Cool for a, that exact reason. Yeah, and it's it's three microphones. But Stere- the, the trick is stereo mic and a kick, or is no, it, it doesn't work that okay. way. Okay, but the the point of it is the distance from X, Y, and Z. So mm-hmm. because of that, like you from a you couple might, of special points, right? You usually gotta, the center you, yeah. of the snare. You right. just take a guitar cord and hold onto it. Yep, run right. it out to there. Yep. Then just keep that distance, and then you put the other mic the same distance, etc. The bottom line is, you're, something is always out of phase on a drum set. Mm-hmm. Just listen to a fucking drum set; you're going to hear it out of phase, right? But the point of recording it that way is that you get the least amount of cancellation. And you're absolutely right; you can make a fucking massive sound. Yeah. People overrate the concept of stereo when it comes to drums. The idea that your drums are super stereo just means it's going to take up the whole place. Yeah, that's not necessarily a good idea. Yeah, depends on what the material is. Yeah, you know? yeah, and this, the yeah, if you play a blister in the sun. Yeah, you want them to be super stereo. Sure. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to spank it down the middle, though. Right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, Sorry, guys. I'll get, I'll get the dog. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I tend to go super simple. So I yeah, when I re- in the end, it doesn't drums. really matter. Whatever sounds good, right? There's tons yeah. of shitty recordings that sound great because of the song or the performance or whatever, yeah. right? I mean that's that's definitely that's, a that's real what I'm thing. banking on. Yeah, that's cool. what I'm fucking banking on, dude. <laughs> right on. <laughs> no, uh, I mean you know technical perfection is you know if you're listening to Steely Dan or whatever it's fine, but you know it's not always well, even Steely, necessary. Yeah, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. I, that was just a one example, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, even even Steely Dan, like there's you know there are things that could probably be a little better too. Well, anyone could always you know? be a little better. Yeah, like, yeah, it could always be a little tighter. Sure. You could always yeah. you could always shoot for making people poop a little bit. Yeah, better. absolutely, rather um, than pee. Rather uh, than but pee. But yeah, I mean, but you know, there's so many examples. I and I prefer these a lot of times. It's like, you know, like you hear some bullshit in the background or there's some yeah. noise or whatever. It sounds like a real thing that was happening and you yeah. kind of feel like you might have been there a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it like adds easy a color to, have, to it. A, have a shared experience that way. Yeah, it adds a color to it. Yeah. Like like, oh, man, these dudes were totally in the basement, and then, you know, their mom or whatever is super pissed off because it's, like, <laughs> after 10, and then the neighbor's calling, uh, but they got to get the song done, or, you know, whatever it is. Right? Yeah. But, I you know, I kind of like that bad sound aspect of it. Yeah, well, I mean, and it it's it's not even always bad. Um, yeah, you know, like, bad I mean, sometimes it's word, just right? it's just a it's a coloration. Yeah, thing. exactly, exactly. Um, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre would not be nearly as effective if it was shot in. Well, I don't know. Maybe it still would be effective, but it would definitely wouldn't be the same end result if it was shot in seventy millimeter, right? You know, yeah, as opposed sure, to sure. sixteen millimeter. You know, on a yeah, absolutely. String budget. Yeah, sometimes know? the the graininess kind of adds to it or doesn't detract from it or whatever you want to say. Well, yeah. I mean, you can you can rise to the to the limitations as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's just about finding that nice balance, that little perfect little alchemy, where like you're just, you know, you've you're kind of riding the momentum, right? Just right, you know, and uh, and yeah, the the equipment works with what you're doing. The limitations of the singer work with the range and the demands of the melody. 
Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's just about finding that nice little balance. Yeah. The right person doing the right thing in the right space at the right time. Yeah. yeah and that's the, that is yeah. the, that is probably the single toughest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, it's almost like you'd moment. rather be, you'd rather be lucky than good. Right. You know what well, I mean? Like I, there's I something to that for sure. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. be, a, to be a little aggressive, I think there's, there are a lot of people that are just going to never finish their masterpiece because they can't get the right equipment they can't get everybody the right way they can't sure. get it the way they did it's one giant fucking excuse as to why you're not finishing it's just you're afraid to finish and you just but well, that's the thing I, is once, that's I can, once i can do that and if i just get i'm gonna save up we're gonna get that mic oh, and man how many people you know are, are working on one it, album I, for seven years and you're like yeah. come on man like Fuck i love it, you just throw that out yeah. and, no don't finish it throw it oh, out whatever. and make yeah, a new sure. one right that thing yeah. but now again like I was just listening the other day to one of my favorite recordings ever of all time. It's Schofield with the Metropole Orchestra. It's recorded on yeah, yeah. absolutely the pinnacle of equipment. It's just a perfect, beautiful recording of this live performance of this thing with way too many people. The, the whole concept. <laughs> That's awesome. It really is. And, and the just... The it's there's a it's on uh, it's on Spotify if you're into it it's on the album 54 but um, it's it just it, it's hard to describe how perfect the sound it is and this is the pinnacle of solving phase cancellation solving perfect yeah. mics using only the best equipment perfect beautiful human mm-hmm. achievement I guess what I'm saying is if you're gonna build whatever the Notre Dame Cathedral. You're gonna build a North Carolina. Don't don't fucking hold back. Go yeah. for it. I see what you're saying. But not every building has to be the Notre Dame Cathedral. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes that little shitty, beautiful cabin in the woods next to the pond is just as beautiful yeah. for a completely different reason. Yeah. And that's the thing. Both of those things are completed structures. Just mm-hmm. fucking finish it. That's it. Look at Zappa. Zappa taking some of the best possible best possible equipment available at the time to the the early Telefunkins and all that shit, really reaching for unbelievably heavy, really strong recording techniques, really cutting edge shit, and literally talking about not eating yellow snow into the microphones that he set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that that was essential to the process, I think. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, I agree. It's part. If it was just all shitty, and he was doing those shitty things, and he had some shitty players, it wouldn't work. It's it's almost like the obscenity that he put forward was somehow codified by unbelievable players, unbelievable recording technique, beautiful like performance. And then unbelievable editing and all that. Yeah. That yeah. It's funny because it's, it's what's a good word? It's not, it's not, it's like grungy. There's a much better word. I'll, I should think of it. But it's sort of a, 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 it's almost like a slapdash kind of like. It was a burnt weenie sandwich. Yeah, it's it a fucking burnt weenie sandwich. <laughs> or is it but at least the amount of care that. and lemon juice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the amount of care <laughs> that goes, cover, goes, yeah, that went into there. Look, Good all tune. the care that went into making the perfectly presented burnt weenie sandwich. Yeah. It's like, there's something amazing about that obscenity right next to oh, it's this great. pinnacle yeah. of, of technological yeah. excellence, you know? Yeah, well, and, and his ability to write and those guys' ability to play. 
I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, that guy was a... See, when you're talking about people finishing, that guy was a serious fucking finisher. No question. Holy yeah. a killer shit. Oh, I mean, he but, functioned at a, at a and, higher and level he, than most people and do. And you know you what? Know? And But the thing was, he a lot of what he put together... He was putting together with whatever was available, right? Right. Um, he because he had the recording contract and he knew some stuff about recording and he was obsessive about certain things. Yeah, I'm kind of talking was, about it later on when he had the utility muffin kit. Yeah, he's able to do all that stuff, yeah. but he also was able to take things in the environment around him and construct yeah. pieces of music around it. Uh, I mean, it's that, harsh when uh, I never, I didn't have a, a relationship with. With his live performances, I, I didn't see him. Okay. And then only the big ones, like you'd see what's the this is a documentary on him or whatever. And then, so that was it. Everything else I did with Zappa, when I'm fucking with Zappa when I'm a kid, it's, it's fucking with just the audio. So I'm sure. listening. Then, of course, you have photographs right. and articles and Rolling Stone and shit. But it was weird. I remember early on when... When the internet sort of went to video, mm-hmm. you know, in the really early stages of YouTube and, and everything's all, you know, 360p and all that. Yeah. I remember just going and looking at like these early performances with like George Duke and all oh. these people playing and going like, oh, I was a little uncomfortable because he's conducting and he's and he's not conducting ironically either. And they're playing like, why should he? Well, right. you it's, you've got uh, you've because got the really music com- is so not confessional on one level. Like, why does it have to be confessional? I'm not saying it has to be. I'm not asking you to defend it. it. What I'm saying though is, no, it but what was I'm awkward because is- for me there was like this sort of coolness factor that I had placed on the on the thing, and it was so difficult for me to watch a rock and roller conducting the other rock and rollers. It almost it, it was very off putting for me. For but I mean, a while. if you got one guy playing in three and three four another guy playing in four four right. another guy playing in seven eight like you're gonna fucking <laughs> you're gonna have to get that those fucking fish in the barrel it's just I'm, I'm 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 copying to this idea that it's just not cool okay but is that now is that a is that a problem at the time of the moment of of actually for you in it. that moment because oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. i mean because that's like because if he wanted to be cool, I guess he could have been cooler and no, let no, them. No, 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 he s- didn't. He didn't want to. And you don't need to defend but, it. Well, no, but what let I'm me follow is, up. Let me follow up. Say, two listens in, yeah. I got right over it and went yeah. back to listen to the music. Yeah, but it was this. It's like that's why frat boys don't listen to that. You know, that's yeah. why when you look at it like back to that thing that I'm always throwing away, which is why do you care whether it was you know commercially viable or not? Right. The point was that there was something to be said about how awkward that man really was in person. Yeah. And how by 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 setting his it's that delivery system, by making his delivery system something where you it's almost a binary. He's either not there and you're just listening to it, which is what the vast majority of people that's how they consume Fred's Zappa is by just listening to it, right? Music. Close. Or you go see him live, and if you're actually in the same room, it's mm. not awkward because he's just doing it in front of right. you, right? It's the it's the taped sort of you know artifact of watching the video or the filmed artifact, you know, like it was so. It's I don't know. That's that delivery system again. Hmm. Can you imagine right now if if we just headed over to Sonny's mm-hmm. and I just started conducting the band? <laughs> if they were any good, yeah. Then- 
If it was Zappa's band, it might be yeah. awesome. If they were, there are so many. What I'm so saying, what you're is, saying and believe is, me, I, no, no, what I would saying, do it in a second. Well, you know, you guys saying, who know I mean, me, I would totally like, do it. What you're and I would saying, say, fuck the audience. Like I would say, do saying. it. Anyway. Well, wait a minute. Right, wait a minute. Right. So what you're saying is, if like the frat boys see him conducting. The frat boys aren't going to like him. Right. I think the frat boys aren't going to like him because the frat boys are going to go to the show and they're going to hear 900,000 notes. Right. The whole experience. In the off. first four measures. Yeah, I agree. And go, Where's that well, song about pissing in the snow? Yeah, where's right. that song about pissing in the snow? Right. It's too many fucking notes. Yes, See, that's the thing is I, I would look at that more as like a practical thing. Like, well, you want to be more commercially viable. You actually write really catchy pentatonic riffs, Frank. Write some more of those catchy pentatonic riffs. That's where right. the Black Sneak. Page Part Two came from, though, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. So many fucking yeah. notes. So but many with a, with a catchy melody for the people who can't necessarily <laughs> uh, grasp the, the. Well, I mean, but I mean, if that's your you idea of a catchy about. melody, well, then yeah, like, sure. well, well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is catchier. I mean, it, w- but what I'm saying is like he's hip to that. You know? Oh no, he totally was. I I don't I don't think that was like oh he just missed the market. No no like, no totally. No he hit the marketplace. He yeah. that, that was the reason he was able to keep to make like fifty sixty albums before he oh, died. So Catholic girl, yeah you know that one right. The yeah, cat. there were a couple and the disco song right. But but I oh know. the mothers of invention stuff. He was in the right place at the right time with that. Right. Um. I mean you got. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm All not disagreeing. Slams what, are great. what I'm trying to yeah, get at, though, no, is I mean, that like overnight sensation was big too. Like he had a lot of catchy pentatonic stuff. But there's a moment to all this stuff, is what I'm trying to get at. And and so when you look, looking at that. It, it it wasn't like watching early Judas Priest is also sort of awkward to look oh, at. Oh, okay. So if you were in the crowd with early Judas Priest, because you're in the moment, it's right. probably more compelling than watching Rob Halford sing through Rockarola and like it's kind of... Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I see what you're saying now. But what, at what point does it become not of its time and timeless? Like what? at what point... You does know it what? I think you timeless? just hit it on the head. I don't think that the visual of that live performance was timeless as much as the audio recording of it because he didn't treat Ruth very nice. Is Ruth the uh, is that her name with the Maruba? Ruth Underwood? Yeah, yeah with her. He was he treated her sort of meanly, like in that show, like whatever I was watching. Well, that's yeah, that, he that treated would be... everyone kind of meanly. Yeah, no, 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 that shit doesn't fly, homie, in 2016. Yeah. So because there is a sexist aspect to it, because there is a post-feminist sort of aspect to it and stuff. And it's not that you can't do that. And I'm not taking it away from him at all. I certainly don't want to make you guys oh, I feel mean, like you have to defend it. That could be problematic. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is, though, that made it feel less timeless. Listening to the material, fucking timeless. Most yeah. of it. Some of it gets a little weird, but... The, the majority of it for me feels timeless. Listening to, you know, Nanook and all that shit, it's I get the same feeling now that I did then. You know, um, it's like listening to Rush, like the same thing. It depends on some parts of it. There are parts of Rush that are timeless. Some of the the '80s Rush kind of gets a little away from that. You know, yeah. it's a little some, but some of the synthy stuff works really well, right? So it, it is it's so these these who, who's to say it's all timeless? It's not, but. Yeah. There was something about that that now, once again, to go back to the sort of like the, the theme for today, which is like music and art doesn't fucking care about this at all. Like if you need to be mean to the girl 
in order to get her to play the goddamn marimba <laughs> so that you get that recording. Yeah. Then I music and art is like, yeah, slapper. Right? <laughs> it's not about it's not about being a good human. Art is yeah. not about that. Art is like whatever it's not it takes necessarily, to make the art. It's not necessarily about that. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to not be a good human and be an artist, but I'm just saying throwing a good curveball isn't about that Everyone too. who sucked at but, any given point in time. Yeah, even if they didn't generally suck. Right. Like, no, if no, they if sucked at one point, once, he's going to give you a hard yeah, time. Yeah, he'd be like, it. oh, Linda Ronstadt's looking for a new guitar player. Right. Like he, <laughs> yeah, like he, like he, would, he busted everybody's balls. But that said, he... He probably busted the clams a little harder. I oh, actually, I shouldn't say that because I don't really know. Um, but it, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible that he could have busted somebody's clam harder than he busted the other guy's balls. It's entirely possible. I don't totally. know. I'm going to get fucking sued by Ahmed Zappa. Oh, no, no, no. Not, no, not at all. <laughs> Forget about the you suit know, part. Forget you know what I mean? Part. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so I, I see what I kind of see what you're getting at because there are things that he did that, like, on the one hand, he wasn't going to go along lockstep with women's lib when some of women's libs seemed like a knee jerk reaction. Some of it was a knee jerk reaction, but but, but at the it, same right. time, he, like, if you're doing things that are like outright misogynist well that's uh, problematic too so and some carries right forward still right now it, it, like race issues are very nuanced and some people are going to take advantage of the fact that that there are race issues going on to push their agenda which is not nuanced the bottom line is you, you it's do you see when i talk about it it becomes weird right There's yeah. a thing. i'm not saying anything weird at all there's none of those things are weird i'm not i'm not injecting anything strange into it but it's just a hot topic right and at the time, the way that Zappa treated women on stage wasn't really a hot topic. This goes right down a whole bunch of other shit, like just to, as an example, and we don't to kill it right off the bat, which is I don't fucking care. If I like the piece of music, I don't care if it was made by fucking Charles Manson. Yeah. If it's Charles Manson singing about play, songs. I, actually, I can play right. Look at Your Game Girl. I used to cover that one. <laughs> yeah. See what I'm saying? Look at your game girl. Yeah. The, the the idea of it Hopefully is that wasn't about Sharon Tate. <laughs> oh, oh, I well, it was a little before Sharon. Okay, Tate. good, good, good to know. Yeah, just change a word or two, and you got the whole you got a big problem. But yeah, yeah. But I I like I like the idea of of being a being an art consumer. It doesn't. I don't. If someone's an asshole and they make great art. I'm not going to let them off. I'm not going to say they're a good person because they made art. I don't think the art changes any of those other things. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that's part of the deal. Yeah. And I don't feel like yeah. I'm, I'm consuming the, Faustian the art. The bargain, yeah. yeah. It's a strange... No, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. And, but maybe that's where that art's coming from in the first place. And yeah. so the idea that you're only supposed to enjoy art that's made by clean people is bull fucking shit. Well, yeah, yeah. It's Dirty that, art's a, the best a art. Dream. That's a I'm that's sorry, a pipe dream. But that said, if you make art and you're also an asshole and you're still alive, like it's one thing if, if you're still if, yeah, they're, you're if they're not alive anymore, stuff. like well, we can't really criticize Pablo Picasso that much because I mean, he, he, what's he going to do about it now? This, this, it, it, the time's gone. But you're I not heard that Pablo Picasso yeah. is never called, called an, an asshole. asshole. Yeah, sorry, I, Jonathan, yeah, Richmond. That, yeah. Jonathan Richmond. Jonathan <laughs> Richmond. Yeah, I like that song. Oh God, that song makes my skin crawl. <laughs> Jonathan Richmond. Jonathan Richmond. Boston, Boston, Boston. But, but I mean, I, I'm not appreciating. 
what is it? I don't pronounce it correctly. Guernica? Is that correct? Guernica? Guernica. Guernica. I don't, I can't, it's Portuguese or Spanish or Spanish. Italian. Or yeah, so, yeah. Guernica. Spanish um, I'm not going to appreciate that. Because of Pablo, the experience that Pablo Picasso had while he was on the uh, on the on the Earth, I'm experiencing it for what it is. Yeah. I'm going to appreciate it for what it is. I see this. I connect with it. That's the end of that. If that dude had to go through that to get there, sorry to hear it. Yeah. If he hurt people, I'm horribly sorry for the people that he hurt. Yeah. If uh, is my viewing of it hurting people? If it's not, I'm on it. I don't fucking care. Obviously, if if it is hurting people, that's a different story. But but, yeah. you know, it's and not. That's, and, and that's the thing, too, is that um, I I tend to divorce the art from the person quite a bit. Um, I, I understand how that can be a sticky situation, especially as an artist. Like, I definitely understand how that can be a sticky situation because, like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of my personality that inherently comes out in my music. I mean, that's yeah. because it's a subconscious process. You don't have a lot of control over. I mean... There's some conscious, pro- but I mean, really, all the consciousness is doing is kind of like helping to turn the rudder. Steer it, yeah, yeah, it's not the motor. It's not the motor that's that's driving it. You know, it's um, part of being brave, man. It's part of the the bravery of getting up and singing the song. When you make yourself exposed or you make yourself vulnerable, even if you're the cool guy from you know the Newport Film Festival, you're still getting up there and doing it. I mean, I'm making yeah. fun of this shit. But it's still fucking doing it. Yeah. So yeah. Well, they cultivated it. And and that is that's beautiful. Thing, is it? It's beautiful. It's still beautiful. It may not be exactly what I love, but it's fucking beautiful as fuck. And and it's reaching someone on whatever level it is reaching them on, and they're they're connecting on that. Yeah, it definitely, and, definitely beats dropping a bomb on somebody for well, sure. Yeah, but but, but I, mean, I mean, no, but, but when you make like, yourself even just that little bit vulnerable, you are doing exactly that. Yeah. And you will get hate, and you will find people that will dislike you, and you will you will have to go through it. And sometimes you're gonna do shit. God knows I am in an example of that. You do shit in the process uh-huh. that is just plain shitty. That. You just maybe you don't know at the time. Maybe you're you're looking in the wrong direction. Maybe you're not watching. You know where you're swinging your metaphorical arms. Yeah, and you do shitty shit. And now, do you still go forwards? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you yeah. still get up and play, and and you own that shit, and you apologize for whatever you can, and yeah, you keep on moving. Yeah, that's that's part of the the sort of bravery. You know how much fucking. Shit, hate does Dave Matthews get, man? Oh, a lot, <laughs> right? He also dumped literal shit on people. That's the thing. That's <laughs> a real story. What are you talking about his tour bus jettisoned he, their he dookie out okay, of the back. Stop. Yes, the thing that this is a real thing. Listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. The fuck up. I believe you, but it's not like Dave Matthews was standing <laughs> over the button. He pressed the button. The story I heard is he pressed the button. <laughs> He's the jettisoned quite. the shit. On a tour boat of people trying to enjoy a city wherever it happened. It was to be. Mr. Matthews. Yeah, I, I, it was him himself. Dave was like, dude. you know, whatever. It was him or his proxy. Uh, I wish I could do what you just did. I wish I could make Dave Matthews' voice because that was so good. Yeah, it, it was. A, yeah, it was. It was right there. Yeah. No, that and, does and not. The no, no, like, no. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, let, but no. Let's say <laughs> thought, thought it was a candy. Let's even. Let's the say baby that happened. Everyone dukes in the end. Does that mean you have to not play? Every, no, the guy's going to own up. He's going to go out. He's going to apologize to that tour bus. Pretty sure after they there. got covered in in Dave Matthews tour band <laughs> shit, 
they got offered Dave Matthews concert tickets. That's even worse. Yeah, I know, that right? Last injury. place I want to go. Oh, God. Like, Guys, know, I, don't know, I have a feeling else. that this, there's probably a little more to this story than Mr. Matthews yeah, 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 planned yeah. on dropping Many, his many pounds feces. of poo-poo <laughs> and doo-doo <laughs> and caca. The poo-poo? And the it, was, it, was, the it, was it the wee-wee? Yeah. There was some of the wee wee, the doggy wee wee, and wee-wee. the husky wee wee. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it had blinded anybody temporarily. <laughs> temporarily, temporarily. <laughs> yeah, but it, it definitely required some unmitigated audacity on the part of Dave <laughs> Matthews. Yep. True. And then they had a, a pancake breakfast after this the is, fact. This is yeah. true. This is true. They did have a pancake breakfast with a beautiful uh, were there solo any, for were, Ruth Underwood. Were there any yes. much mud sharks in the nope, river? But uh, Saint Alfonso. Uh, uh, Kind of uh, right. cooked a lot of pancakes, maybe I don't know. He cooked a lot of yeah. pancakes. It, it kept the dental floss farmers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They were so white and fluffy white. <laughs> they raised a fortune. Any... Yeah, it's a shit, man. Just look <laughs> up the lyrics and yeah, you get where we're at. Were there any any encrusted like... tweezers involved yeah, here? There was zircon encrusted tweezers. Yeah. In how, fact, how big yeah. was the horse he was riding? <laughs> oh, it was a pygmy <laughs> pony. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Oh, you're not going to stump this guy. No, I'm yeah, not stumping him at all. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a little right, tricky. Right, right. I haven't even listened to any zap in a to long pull time. This That's all the way around in a, brain that is. In, in a in a pinchin like fashion <sighs> to pull it all around four chapters later. Dude still gets up and sings ants marching, you know, and a lot of people fucking dig that. And sure. and that honestly, all joking aside, that's the bravery part. That there's this fucking rumor going around that all he's gonna do is gonna be dropping. Everyone's like, "Oh, I don't know if I should listen to this because he might drop poo on me." I'm pretty sure that happened it. one time, and it's, it's just like a funny story. What, what I'm getting at is funny for everyone except for the folks who got Matthew's shit spewing upon them. It's real. It's a real thing. It doesn't sell tickets. Put it that way. No, because they have to give tickets out to the people that got the shit on them. Yes, it's true. Yeah, that's those are tickets that you tickets were not going to sell. Could have no. been sold. They could have been sold. The fun. I'm sure, his guest list is deep, but it's probably not that well, deep. This is. It just goes. It's all going back to divorcing the uh, divorcing the, the 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 material from the from the actor of, that's putting the material out. The reality yeah. is. People don't real. It's not because the they want to the live. Bad. They want to live with that guy. It's because they really like his songs. They really yeah. listen to that music. Mm-hmm. They hear the bump, 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 They do the white man overbite. They're like, oh, I remember that time we were at Red Rocks, and that's it. <laughs> we're done, right? That's all you need to know. Yep, <laughs> it is. It's great. I remember how you used to smell, girl. Yeah. <laughs> done. That's the line. Dave Matthews. Yeah. Uh, so it even even on that level, even with all that success and all those, you know, all the all that sort of like history of of playing great shows, it's still fucking brave every time you do it. I'm not I'm not I'm not putting it up against anything that's way fucking braver to be a cop. But what I mean yeah, is yeah, that yeah. that that <laughs> yeah, it was the idea the idea of of you, <laughs> nobody makes you do it. That's the funny thing. Nobody made you come out and do this shit. It's true. This is true. I tried to make you, but I still think you you just wanted to do it. I pretty much still just wanted to do it. Nobody makes you. Nobody makes you write the songs. Nobody makes you make art. Art is tricky. You don't go to work for it. 
you can. Some people are arbitrarily set up. Say, well, ten o'clock on Monday and ten o'clock on Tuesday. That's what I'm going to do. But, but even good, then, that's a good kind of. That's a good structure. But you, even then, you made the decision to do that. Okay. There's, there's. Well, you make a decision to go to work too. But unfortunately, yeah. I mean, you also I mean, have some other necessity, consider- right? Like you got to pay you your rent other, or whatever. You like got the, some other. The consider- well, there are other ways to well, do that. No, it's not, true. No, like no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you guys. But but when you go to work, there depending on your work, most of the time when you go to work, you're going to. You know what's the word uh, when you when you're kind of giving your soul over to someone else? Sure, you got to do it, right? Well, you're doing you're doing something that's prescribed. I was going to say profligate, which has nothing to do with the word. Yeah. You get con- you you're conflagrating yourself. <laughs> you're you're conjugating. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're conjugating pro- you're your pro- average <laughs> You're proselytizing yourself. Yeah. It's somewhere between well, prostate, which is yourself. not. Prost- I'm prostatizing. You're prostatizing yourself. Yeah. You're prostatizing, not yes. prostitution. Prostatizing. No, prostatizing. Prostatizing. Past participle of Past participle of prostate. Yeah, that's a lot. Sounds great. No, let's see, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I got to practice that. Yeah. I practice the yeah. Pre- no, no, miss the accent. But yeah. but when you decide to make art, there's nobody doing that. There's nobody looking at you when you're a little kid. Someone's going to go. You have to practice. But once that stops, nobody gets you over to your instrument. Nobody says you got to do your skills. It's true. Nobody. No, there's. I mean, most artists are kind of intrinsically motivated, right? Like yeah. you just have to do it or whatever. You hear no that question. So much, you do. Right? Yeah. But yeah, even to, then, to when you, but how deep are you right. going that day? Are you, is that the day you sure. just write? I think I'll just write something fun for a commercial for a Subaru commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, right? Write something for a Subaru commercial. No, no, you just Subaru. went through a massive divorce. You should probably write something about that. You know, no, but you see what I mean. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the killer. Is that you get the background vocal and the, uh, the hook, man? Yeah, yeah it's. Yeah, that just takes it to the next level. Or maybe you should look. You're, you're yeah, probably, you don't no, but, but right now, we're, right, right now, we're in the potentially one of the most uh, you know uh, uh, effective uh, uh, political decisions votes coming up in a long time. I mean, this 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 vote is going to have some sort of major effect on the future of America, one way or the other. Maybe we should be using our voices to write that, or maybe we'll just make another Subaru commercial. You know, somebody, th- all of that motivation has to come from within. Which mm-hmm. is a hard one, especially if you grew up your whole life with, you know, kindergarten teachers and coaches and, you know, going from sport to sport to sport and then from class to class to class to class and then from, you know, you always have this and once you do this, you can get into a good high school and you get the high school and you get into a good college and get college and get a good job and you can do the thing and you have a great wife and your kids are going to be great and blah, 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 all of a sudden, you've Panic never made attack! a fucking well, You've never, <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, you're freaking me out, man. I know. And you never made a fucking creative decision. Oh, man. Well, but not everybody needs to make a creative decision. Yeah, but how many of those people do you know, man? How many of those are the people that I know that don't need to make a creative decision? No, no, no. The people that I described is what I'm saying. You just meet them all day. most of them, right? Yeah. I mean, that's terrifying, man. You did the wrong thing for your kid, Pops. (laughs) <laughs> what you should have done was fucking go go outside. No, you just created a different set of problems. I think you just created a different set of problems. <laughs> to be honest with you, everybody's going to have the problems. Like you just sure. that way you create a different set of problems. At least like the basic shit is taken care of. Like if you don't take care of your other spirit, but I never really explored my creative side, or I, I, you know, I never really explored my spirituality. Yeah. Oh, that's 
kind of on you at this point. Like, I, that's exactly I, what I I'm saying. You, is it's on you? you yeah, to, we all agree. Yeah, it's on you. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not necessarily terrifying because there are all kinds of people who explore their creative, my, their creativity. I explore my creativity. Um, people explore their spirituality, but they don't have a pot to piss in. And when something happens and they get Lyme disease or they find out they have lupus or they they break an ankle or something, right? Like all of a sudden they go into debt and now I see it's, what you're saying. You're, you're you talking I mean? about like putting your putting your eggs in this or this or it's this. It's a different yeah. set of yeah. I mean, it's a different the different set of decisions, and not everybody's not everybody has to make a terribly creative decision because not everybody needs to be particularly creative. I mean, the there is a thing. There's a, a level of creativity I think that ha- happens uh, when you become independent um, because now you're your own person, so you're responsible for yourself, and you have to make decisions and you have to organize your life. Right. If, if you're able to do that, you're able to organize your life without somebody else still telling you all the things that you need to do. I think you're being creative enough. I mean, I, don't I, don't know, man, I, I feel like I feel like. What I'm getting at isn't necessarily that. What I'm getting at is the profligating yourself part. <laughs> what I'm saying is... I still don't know what the fuck you're what, talking what about What I'm saying that. is it's subjugating is the word I was looking for. What, oh, what, okay. what, what, what's going on is all the way up until the panic attack part, all those examples are examples of other people getting you motivated. Uh-huh. That's all I'm talking about. Gotcha. So even if you're at fucking McDonald's, you got someone going, go over there and do this. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, regardless of creativity, when you take someone out of that that hamster wheel, mm-hmm. whether you take them out when they're 8 mm-hmm. or 18 mm-hmm. or 48, and you look at them and go, what do you want to do today? Mm-hmm. The first reaction is either nothing or somebody better tell me what to do, right? I mean, that's just logical. And that's what I'm getting at here is the the... The feeling of it's we're translating that self uh, motivation mm-hmm. uh, into like creativity, but it's the idea that what we do is not that mystical. Like musician, it's it I should feels actually, mystical. It you, feels see, this weird. Is the thing is, I we should probably like. There's part of me that that definitely wants to do that. When pe- I hear people talk, I guess I like to play the devil's advocate. Right. So they. They tell me that it's mystical, and I'm like, no, you shut down thirty of your brain, and you're you're a creative person. There you go. It's not. It's nothing. I don't even think about it. I can't even tie my shoes in the morning. Right, but, but that's a another bit. But there's know. another part of it too, where you you any currency that you can get in this particular society, which is a very utilitarian society, and right. does not view the arts or anything that's that really impractical as anything that has any sort of value like either literal monetary value or even perhaps intrinsic value um because the monetary uh model is kind of drilled in fairly deep uh with and with capitalism um you know i mean that's that's going to happen in any kind of right you know any kind of society um there is a, a certain th- part of me that wants to cultivate the mysticism of art because right. it, it it gives you a little bit of a corner on that market <laughs> well like I mean, there's that but, but but if you did just find the word mysticism in a particular way 
it is mystical. It's mystical to someone who doesn't do it, right? Yeah. And then it's mystical to you, and it's mystical to me, and it's mystical to Briggs in its own way, too. I mean, there's there's still some sort of, you know, let me finish this one first. And then, like, <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. I thought you were going to drop a cool uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of oh, waiting for it, right. too, a little Sorry, bit. No, but Sorry, no, it's all, no, it's good. It's good. So, but no, the, I just but, I was anticipating the idea of the uh, of it being strange or whatever. What I'm trying to get at, though, the hard part isn't the what notes go together and what am I going to sing about. The hard part is go do it, like right now. Oh, okay. That motivation comes pretty naturally to people that are woke, right? There, <laughs> <laughs> I made a joke for you. In other words, Thank it's you. like it's it's like. It's like if you've gotten out of that rat race, even mm-hmm. if it's only for a couple of days a week, and you're not spending those couple of days a week just getting fucking hammered and watching football all day, which is fucking fun. Well, it's only way. once a week. I mean, not a football for like fan, a few okay. months. Anyway, okay. here we go. <laughs> the point being that 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 it that that time where you're not on the wheel uh-huh. is why you were on the fucking wheel, and so. It's Everybody's really, working for the weekend. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but are. it's really hard to 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 be motivated to do this. It is hard to say today I'm going to make something because mm-hmm. there are a million reasons why not to. Well, oh, that's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Or what do you know about making something? Or yeah. you made something. Who the fuck do you think you are? Fucking or who, Picasso? Or who, or who cares? Yeah. Who cares? That's, right. That's the big one. Who cares? Like, is the yeah. big one. Yeah, no, so and the that, reality is that, that one may never actually. Street. Yeah, that one may actually never get answered. You got a band camp site? Yeah, welcome to the party. Yeah, yeah. great band camp. Right? Yeah, oh, but, you're band camp. Oh, yeah, it's once terrific. again, what what is we, we like doing this? What is that motherfucker focusing on? You went and fucking opened up your soul. You made a fucking thing. You fucking recorded it. You put it out there, and motherfucker is focusing on the fact that it's on fucking band camp. You know what motherfucker needs to do? He needs to go fuck off. It's yes. not about the band camp. It's about the music. Yeah. Why doesn't the motherfucker listen to the music and enjoy it? The motherfucker. You know why? Oh, this Drinking Haterade. Yeah, Haterade. Hater, 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 Drinking the Haterade. Excellent, excellent callback, Duncan. Drinking the Haterade. I'm really trying to learn yeah, how to do that. That's pounding good. it. No, that's I'm the, the keyboard player. I'm not They funny. got like the 32-ouncer one, like the big wide mouth shit that you can pee in later. <laughs> yeah. That's the Haterade <laughs> bottle right there. Oh, yeah, because the and other then you ones, drink it again. Because the other ones are ridiculous because yeah. all the air gets displaced exactly. in them and it goes right back up yep. as soon as you start pissing. Spoken so you gotta, like, like a gonna, man who's peed in a bottle. Peed in a bottle, yeah. One bottle stood conspicuous by virtue of its pisslessness. <laughs> yes. That's what, that's what that's that whole song started with that <laughs> rhyming that the actual line? Yeah. I missed the, the first very oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one bottle, bottle part. One bottle stood conspicuous by virtue of its pisslessness. That is the, that is the, it's a, yeah, that's a, my last. JD appropriate. Yeah, th- that's that's where that whole song came from. I had a rhyming couplet, so that one actually started with the lyrics, just those two rhyming lyrics, and uh, and then yeah, I had to find a place for them, and that was the song. It was Hermit Magic. That's yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> You're killing me. It's like not that's bad. again, it's, not it's, bad. it's the it's a delivery system thing. You know the uh, what's the Bob Dylan song with all the uh, they all rhyme with the same word. He's uh mm. yeah stop mm. it. So he the <laughs> guy the guy uh, oh, don't get me the, going. The I video love. anyway the video the I video is um 
The video is him just pop it, dropping a uh, dropping uh, placards oh, with yeah. all the all the words on them. We all run with uh, the same <laughs> Oh yeah, NXS made fun of it. Are you talking yes, about correct. Subterranean Homesick Blues? Well, I, yeah, I, yeah. The problem with me and Dylan is I know all the songs, but I don't know them by title. Mixing in the medicine, I'm on the pavement. Talking about the, and that was it was yeah he was, yeah okay. Right? And I so, just want to make sure that I got yeah. that right. The thing is, imagine how such a good song. the words to that come across. Yeah, if the guy just came in here and sat down and sang it once. You never heard it. Because you're just not, it's not going to grock. There's way too much. Yeah, like I, well, I will have a tough time grocking it. What did you say that it was? Yeah. A, wait, Saying that it was a good You had a yeah. great word for it. Like, I have to, I'd have to roll it back to figure it out. Pro, 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 prose, too much prose. Oh, yeah. Very, very, it was complex prose data. Yeah. yeah prose data. That's what yeah, it is. Too much very, uh, prose hev- data. Heavily. Right. Heavy prose data. But so the thing is, on the other prosaic. hand, I really think that that. Of all, of all the different types of videos and things like that, which ones are really functionally effective to the song, which is sort of like another discussion. But you're right. That one sold me not on Dylan. It didn't sell. It was this is a coolness factor. Obviously, all the Levi's fucking commercials want to look like it now. But yeah. there's but the idea of the point that he was making was, dude. Fucking listen to the goddamn words. I'm going to show you the words on, on these cue cards, fucking cue right? cards so you can get it because I know that this is heavy prose data and I know that this is a lot of shit to come right. down. Maybe not even him. Maybe the, the fucking video director was like, knows, hey, man, right? you just need to. I can't tell what you're saying or sure. something. I don't know. Maybe but there's multiple genius in the room. I feel like that. Maybe that's the point for these a more complex song rather than fucking sure. dumbing down. Like, why I mean, not just present the it in a card way? method is dumbing it down, right? Or, I mean, no, 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 no. It's the, uh, I understand what you're saying, but no. What I mean is he didn't try to make the song simpler to understand when you just listen to it. Okay, all right, yeah. They sure. solved the problem by yep. adding another artistic sure. element to it. Combining the senses. Right, I mean, I guess you could look at it like a, a three-ring circus. I mean, arguably, if you just have one trapeze artist... They should be enough to be the focus, but you put three rings up because some people just want to look at the fucking clowns. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you solve a problem without changing the, the 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 nature of it, but by 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 presenting another way of looking at it. Right. right. And and I like that idea. And that's but you just it's just sparking the, the conversation before. That was a fucking great song. I really liked the song. Yeah, yeah. It had a lot of pros. It had a lot of shit going on. So obviously one obviously stupid solution would be here. Let me hand out these lyric sheets before you watch this, and right. you can read along. But how stupid is that? Now, I'm not. I mean, obviously, that one particular example is a little harsh, but we certainly do that with opera. They do sure. it with fucking oh, opera. Sure. Yeah, at this point, you can have a not just the libretto. You can fucking look at an opera with the. It's in Italian, and it can be translated in real time on the screen above right. the people. If you want to read Follow the English, the bouncing ball. Literally, yeah. Yeah. right? Falling, falling so, the bouncing so I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> you know when <laughs> when when Verdi was putting the thing together, you were like, "Hey, man, I'm thinking a lot of people who don't really speak Italian, and they don't really like opera that much, but they probably would like it. Maybe we could put a screen over the top that just translates it into all these different languages." Did you hear this like a thing where they're they're talking about having it simul translated? Babblefish. Well, no, but translated into like headphones, like you can have a, 
It's not Babel Fish. You'd be like Tower of Babel, whatever. But yeah, you're, 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 they, have like a, they have like a, a, an, ear, an earphone, you know, an earpiece that's translating in real time times all the languages, like whatever language you want. That's oh, what I'm that saying. That would be tough, though, because the no, it's, tone of the voice. No, it's happening. Like, it's happening. That's the problem, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. It's totally my fault. It wasn't an earpiece. I'm being a dumbass. It was, it was your cell phone. It shows up on your cell phone. Oh, in, okay. The, the problem is you're your, distracted, right? No, of course. I'm being that a dumbass. Be of course, that'd be silliness. Fuck up that'd be silliness, right? Sound, right, right. Yeah. No, that was my fault. But the point is, nothing's stupid. None of this stuff is stupid. It's only stupid because we say it's stupid right now. Yeah. But you know what's stupid? Some asshole getting Some asshole getting up on stage with a bunch of people... Women, people of color, all these things in the in the 70s and then playing wow. 20,000 notes. They're not even playing the blues or dance music. And then he fucking conducts. And one of them sings obscene lyrics. This is horrible. Right. It sounds but great. That's what I'm uh, saying. I, I I'm thought like, it sounded great, too. Can I sign? Yeah, I, I'm right? saying that's I mean, so this is Zappa doing this. That's what he was doing. And and so, yeah. So if you write something that's prose heavy and you need to somehow Get those lyrics across in 2016. Maybe there's another way to do it. You could rewrite Dynamo Hum. Maybe <laughs> what you need the lyrics in that one. You yeah. know how you know but how they're like, all too many. They're pretty, they're pretty straightforward. Yeah, lyrics, fair so. enough. Fair enough. Yeah, they're like it's like I got a spot that gets me hot, and you yeah. ain't been to it. No, no, no. Yeah, you know that's. I guess though, uh, on the on the vocals there, it's good. Tina Turner and and company. Yeah, on that whole album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That whole album, Dirty Love, yeah, 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 yeah. She's, you can hear good. her chains, yeah, yeah. you can hear her, her uh-huh. jewelry, and I think it's the last verse, you can hear her jewelry rattling. I'm still thinking of solutions for you. You know how like when... <laughs> think of, yes, give them you all know to when, me, I will You know steal when you see like you. the lame Massachusetts sub-politician, and like just sort of not like, not like the actual governor, okay. and then they have like a, uh, uh, you know, a... A translator on the side that translates it into American Sign Language. Okay. I get an American Sign Language translator. Yeah, but for lyrics. That would be a little But not tricky. into sign language because nobody knows sign language. So you need a translator oh, right. to translate your lyrics in real time to the audience. That in a visual be, format. That would be fantastic. The puns, too. The puns are See tricky. See what I'm saying? I, you know Colbert when he has the uh, the word? Oh, yes. Maybe that's what you need. Okay. Maybe that's what I need. Maybe that's what I need. You have a, give it a, some a Chiron. You have a ro- rolling thing, right? <laughs> you could have it. You could. Uh, I'm joking. But obviously, you could, uh, you, could, um, yeah, you, could, you could project it right onto your body. Oh, yeah. There we go. I'm pale enough. <laughs> Just project it right on there. Right on my white body. So how does awesome. this work out for you right now? You say you played a show. Are you gonna when you're done with this? Do you have an album that you're figuring that's gonna working, come out of this? Yeah, working on that. How does um, that work? Let's pull uh, it together here. What do you think? Oh, it works very slowly. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm I'm trying to get into the the 21st century. Okay. Um, deeper into the 21st century. I'm in the early part right now. <laughs> uh, so I got Reaper on my um, Beautiful. PC. Beautiful. Um, and I got to figure out. How that works? The problem I've been with, having a tr- yeah. I've been having some tricky. I've been having some tough, tough times. Let me be it. direct. Uh, Reaper is. Uh, it's well. First off, I apologize for those people who out there use Reaper. I'm about to make you a little bit upset. There's a cult of people who use Reaper, and yeah. there's no problem with that. It's a yeah. And, uh, it's a perfectly beautiful thing. And it's Chris, a beautiful thing. Al- Almanac Mountains, another one. 
That's totally fine. This, it's a beautiful look. All the Dawes, all of the. No, let's get some things straight. Okay. All of the Dawes sound the fucking same. Okay. I would assume that they sound the same. I let's just get over that. Hell. If anybody tells you Reaper sounds better than somebody else, can you just go fucking fly monkeys? I've never heard. But, I've never heard the argument about them sounding better. Okay. Arguably, Pro Tools does have a certain sound when it sums, but that's for a completely different reason. Anyway, gets get out there. Number two. So the only thing that matters is ease of use. That's yes, it. That's all I care that's, about. No, I'm saying it's just that's all that matters is ease of use. The next other possible factor would coolness be, of name. No, would be Pro Tools. No, would be the only Reaper. Other, the Reaper only other sounds badass. The only other factor would be expense, and obviously Reaper is ex- cheaper. Ex- Reaper's cheaper. Let's, let's call it what it is. Nobody fucking pays the sixty bucks. I'm the only I paid, fucker. I paid the sixty I'm the only bucks. Fucker who paid the fucking? I paid. Bucks. I have a license. That's fantastic. Anyway, bottom line is, I will be before I finish my album. For I will be for for s- fantastic. These days, even things like Logic are like two hundred fifty bucks now, which is great. These these, are, these things used to be eight or nine hundred bucks before. Yeah. And then Pro Tools used to be like you might as well buy a fucking Tesla. Yeah. It comes then, with a customized keyboard, color coded. Then it got down to. Maybe eighty grand. Then it got down to about forty grand. Then it got down to about ten grand. Now theoretically, you can run it for for at least you know a couple of grand. Um, but it's just sort of a different world. So the bottom line is, when you're looking at Reaper, it's instant. It's cheap. You can run it on. A, it runs on a PC. You don't have to run yeah. a Mac. You know, all these things. In the end, the the secret to using Reaper is. It has so many possible possible features. So it Reaper's set up so you can basically do anything you can do on all the other DAWs. Mm-hmm. Get somebody's template, open it, and record into it, and you're done. Gotcha. Yeah. Stop fucking with it. It's not I'm not saying Hunky, you're fucking with it. This it's almost impossible to use out of the box. I said everybody except for this one little group of Reaper users were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What, you can't figure out how to read the manual? Yes, I get it. But what Honky wants to do is record a fucking guitar track, right? Yeah. And you don't I, want I to go into, four into, screens in to set up so, the ASIO driver to be part of your output of your fuck you. That, All you want to do that, is fucking record the guitar. Right? I have, you guys because are I doing have, it wrong, man. Just Google your problem, and someone's already no, solved it. No, yeah, no, 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 no. You that don't I, want to. Take, he doesn't want to Google. He wants take, to record. It, it will take me four hours to figure out. It literally took me four hours to figure out how to record some basic tracks, and I still don't even really know how to do stuff with them. Huh. So, like, Template. this is the thing. I have no fucking aptitude for this at all. Template. Gotcha. Fucking but you got moron. your thing, though. You got the Roland or whatever it is, right? No he's, got, no, he's using Reaper now. I'm getting. I'm trying to transition yeah. away from that. Why? Get a template. Um, because it's not. It's not cutting the mustard. I don't have any in effects in the board at all. Gotcha. I don't even have basic compression in the mm-hmm. board. I only have three band parametric EQ. Okay. It's not. It's not cutting the mustard at all. Like not so even. You, you outgrew it, right? Big time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would like to actually be able to fill. Like if I'm recording 16 separate elements, I would actually like to be able to fill them with stereo, stereo tracks, tracks right, of yeah, stuff right. because sure. it sounds better. You get you can you can get better. Uh, How di- about we just say it, it might fit your vision in a more satisfactory? Yeah, way. okay. You can always say better, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, but it'll I mean, be more what you want. Do you want to do it? it. If you want to do it, you want to do it. If you want it, that's what you want. Right? Yeah. I mean, when I listen to when I listen to a 
That's the difference between listening to a Prince album versus listening to a Michael Jackson album. Like, the Prince album might have hotter playing on it or, like, a kinkier sense to it. Um, and in some some senses, it's more creative. But when you listen to the Michael Jackson album, the Sonics, like, it sounds more spacious. Yeah, you're talking Quincy Jones. But yeah, yeah exactly. well, and Bruce Swedeen with, yeah, his, right. with all his stereo tracks. Uh, recording everything in stereo, recording vocal doubles a couple feet back from the mic, and you know, getting early reflections and stuff like yeah. that. I, I want to be able to do more stuff with that because that those are things that I don't need to have a million bucks or even ten thousand bucks or six thousand bucks. Fifty nine, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. To to be able to do, I can do that stuff at my house yeah. tomorrow. Just just ping out to any of the Reaper forums. Say I'm just looking for a simple recording template really and then and then throw out like the first seven things that people send you because they're (laughs) gonna be like this for the all you need to do is set it up so that your sample rate will adjust automatically with the floating yeah the fastest responders are the biggest nerds yeah throw okay (laughs) someone's gonna say well i recorded my album on this one yeah. Oh, he, here's what you do. You just press R, and then it starts going. No, it's not the problem. Then, it's the it's the I O. No, no but you know what I'm yeah, saying, right, right? I mean, there's yeah. there's a simpler. I don't remember that being an issue. Answer. Right. But the good thing about using the the the, digi- the digital DAWs, the uh, the DAW stands for Digital Audio Workstation. Yeah, yeah. D A W. D A W. I gotcha. It's a good argument there. Which one is it? Is it GIF or GIF? I'll do it. It depends who you talk to on that one. No, it's not. No, that's GIF. Yeah, it's GIF. Yeah, period. That's that's not yeah, a that's real. Jet. Yeah, because you this don't is. say you don't say graphic user interface or dra- uh, graphic interface. Yeah, I say, yeah, you I say, say giraffe, giraffe, the animal with the long neck. It's no, a giraffe, you, it's right? it's graphic inter graphic no, interface format. No, but I'm saying format. a giraffe is an animal with <laughs> no, a long neck. I'm saying it's a gif. <laughs> no, you're missing my point. No, I know what your point is, you and I'm throwing it, it's it like away. Yellow with like brown <laughs> spots on it, and it's a giraffe. But the GIF stands for not but giraffe. It's, it's yeah. the same for it's no, it stands, it stands for, for graphic, graphic graphical interface format. It's exactly what it stands for. So it's a it's a it's, it's a an acronym. GIF. No, it's a GIF graphical <laughs> interface format. That's a GAF. GIF. <laughs> you guys are messing with me again. This happens every <laughs> fucking week. What's it called? Even though this is the first week. <laughs> I have a feeling this could happen next week. It could happen next week. No. Whatever you do. It's... <laughs> the good thing about uh, using the duh is that once you have gotten it working, you just hit save and duplicate and you can do all your songs that way and you never have to set it up again. But yeah. it is a pain in the ass to set Until up. you want to yeah. try to convert them all to MP3s. No, 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 no. Then you need like a batch process shit. No, you don't want to do anything. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Actually, reach. That's one of the nice things about Reaper is you can do batch process. You totally can do it. Yep. It's true. I googled it and I and it was pretty easy to do. Yep. Oh, that's good. Now, if you if you just had a Mac with GarageBand on it, you'd be all set. You, you can also get like anywhere. lame See, I would, drop. I like lame drop. Was I'm a, good a pretty. One. I used that one time. I'm a pretty big fan of the um the uh the way that Bandcamp has things set up. So I would, I, I upload full wave easy, right? Yeah. yeah. I upload full wave files right, right. and then people can pick whatever the hell they want from there. You know, they can except for wave files. I don't, can you download wave files from Bandcamp? Yeah. yeah you can download wave. You can download flack. I see the, you could download flack. See the thing MP3s. with flack is that not everybody's got a flack decoder. Right. So I mean, you can get one. Yeah. But you got to do something. Yeah, people but you gotta do something. To people yeah. don't. Yeah. Well, I can I don't expect to. Add, I don't expect anybody to do anything extra, 
And that's not like that's saying smart. that's like that's not saying oh well that's you know you're underestimating people. No, I really oh, you got to make fuck. things yeah. really fucking easy. If it's easy not for easy, people. no one cares. That's well. That's the. Th- I mean, that's kind of how it or, breaks down. Or you have to make it really hard for them. Or make it really hard for and then them. You get the Everest climbers. Yeah. You do oh, okay. Climber. All right. I'm all about changing the delivery system. Okay. I mean, well, right. I, I, I like can be honest. Idea. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan. Of, I'm not a huge fan of Bandcamp. I feel like it just sort of lines everybody up like they're all the same banana, which they're not. I can see that. I, I mean, the, it's 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 easy and practical for me at the moment, but it's not ideal. Spotify is the perfect solution because now oh. everybody's exactly the same banana. Fuck you. Right. And you're yeah, not going to make mean, any money anyway, so there you banana, go. Everyone's the same banana on Spotify. Yeah, that, it, I was going to say, so that's, many... even, that's even, but that, I mean, were you being ironic there? I'm sorry. I've, I'm I've... being literal and ironic. What I'm saying is, since you're all going to be the same, <laughs> since, since you're all going to be the same banana, at least you, you're the same banana as every fucking everyone ever, ever, and you're still not going to make any money. So there's the iron. Right, yeah, there, no, right. that's the truth there. Now, they, people are making, money. oh, yeah, I made uh, $10,000 in makeup. No, you didn't. Or you nope. did, and it was because you played live or something sure. else. Like, you could, t-shirt but it's, there's always an I, I yeah. have, No, no, no. T-shirt sales, don't fuck with that. That's no, a real I'm deal. I'm not fucking yeah. with that. I'm saying it's a good Everybody makes money revenue. on T-shirts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we we had at least three or four good T-shirts out of out of this one. You know, so. Yeah. You go, you listen back, and someone's going to go, oh, that would make a good T-shirt, and then boom, fucking Michael Rappaport's making bank on fucking <laughs> selling T-shirts off of his fucking podcast. I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, good More for power him. to him. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying podcast T-shirts. Huh? No shit. No, that's yeah. that's where the money is. Yeah, not for us. We're we're not. You know, we're we're a good year away from being entertaining. So, <laughs> but that's okay. We got like like ankle socks only for for apparel. Sorry, guys. You want Muse podcast ankle socks? Yeah, if you want them, call us up (laughs) on on the telephone. Okay, right? Yeah, one eight hundred. I have a feeling we should start pulling this one together. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, sure, man. I'm just talking bullshit right now. (laughs) Yeah, can we get Honky to play one more song here? Okay, Honky can play one more song. Yeah, I'll set you up, man. Awesome. So, uh. Uh, so you're still a little ways away from actually dropping something. So we're not close enough to we can be like, oh, you got to we'll talk oh, about we'll set you I up have, at the end about, you know, going to band camp and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because I have. Yeah, I have other albums. Um, you're you're yeah, I've you're very a, prolific, right? I mean, I'm you're always writing, right? Yeah, I'm I'm always writing like I took I took a ridiculous break, like a ridiculously long break this year. Uh, I wasn't writing for like about three months. That's a ridiculously long. Yeah, that's one way way long. That's that was silly. Like I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, don't stop. Yeah, I won't. I enjoy what you do, and I I want to hear more of it. Yeah, well, don't worry. I'm, I'm right now again. I'm writing again. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I've got more stuff. Here we go. What's this called? This one's called. Uh, this one's off of my my upcoming album. So all the albums, all the songs I've been playing are off my upcoming album uh, called the Caucasian album. Um, this one is called. Uh, beat me like a man. Uh, why don't we finish up? You can play us right out. So, how do people get in touch with you? Uh, I'm at uh, honkygabacho dot com. That brings you right to my Bandcamp page. Great. Uh, I have a Facebook page. It's not Honky Gabacho, unfortunately, because I still can't make a Honky Gabacho page. I've been trying to do this for about seven years. Is that because of like Facebook censorship? Or? Yeah, Facebook censorship. Yeah, it's it 
because it's it's a racial epithet. Honky is a racial epithet. Gabacho is a racial epithet. Gabacho is the worst one. Um, right. So you're yeah. a twofer. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. What does it mean? Uh, it's just a racial epithet for a white person. But right. I mean, so honky, I in, got. Right. Yeah, in Spanish, like a white person to be a gringo. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I don't know if it's only regional to Mexico. Um, I think it is. Uh, but gabacho is like a very derogatory term for, for a white person. Yeah. Right. Or is at least, or at least pejorative, if not pejorative. Derogative. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so it's bad enough so that Facebook is just not going to use that word. Yeah. And it's, I, it's, I originally tried in 2009. I've tried it again, you know, 2011, seven years, you know, I, it's been about seven years right. and I still can't make a honky gabacho page. That's crazy. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I kind of. Part of me is like, everybody's on Facebook. This is stupid that you're not, you know, that you don't just change the name and find some way to get in touch with more people. Nah. Uh, but on the other hand, I, don't, I just don't want Facebook making that decision for me. I just Good. don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I'll, I would rather I'd rather just keep doing what my instincts tell me. Beautiful man. So. Want to play us out? Yeah, I'm going to play you out. Go Um, get them. This one's called Beat Me Like a Man. Suzanne, beat me like a man. Whoa, Suzanne, how did it happen? Smacked her once and she soaked off. So meek and so demure. Next thing I knew, I'm picking my teeth up off of the floor. Suzanne, like the man, whoa, whoa, Suzanne, oh, did it happen? Went in hard across the bookcase, emptied every shelf. Told me as I lie there, pleading, you brought this all on yourself. Suzanne, beat me like the man, whoa, whoa, Suzanne, oh, when it happens, back to the thing. Walked right out as I packed my face with ice Cause what you gonna show a man with two black eyes You ain't already shown him twice So call the shelter, call the cops Or fight back if I dare I'll just tell my friends and neighbors I tripped and fell on the stairs Suzanne, beat me like a man Whoa, 